What is up, everybody? This is Marshall from Limited Resources, and you are listening to Seven Land Hand. That's Seven Land Hand! Hooray! Extra! Brought to you on the back of a dinosaur by Good Games. Hugh Attlee and a guy called Alan have got together in a land where Jace is forever lost, but simultaneously everywhere. It's time for nine Alan spoilers. Wizards reimagining of Ben 10, but for one less, and with a guy called Alan. It's... Ix Alan, Ix Alan. What? It's a, that's the, what the place is called. Ix Alan, not oh, nine. Well, hey, look at us learning already. They say the second hundred pods are much harder than the first. <laughs> and look, harder than ever. This is Sevenland Hand. Sevenland Hard. Oh yeah, damn. It's uh, it's the dawn of a new age, and two people that have already visited it. Ah, come It's back to the f- future. Aaron, overflowing with insight, Graham. Mm, mm. That's me. Yeah, that's a card. Draw and seven. back from the year 40,000, we missed you. It's Kai, the OG warrior poet, Griffiths. Hey, up. Hey, hey, oh, it turns out everyone in the, in the year 40,000 is Cockney. Oh, okay. Hey, up. Hey, up, lass. Space Marines. Space Marines. <laughs> Oi, you don't heard about these Space Marines. <laughs> the oh, Chaos Space Marines. Hey, oh, we've no, we've, that, we've that offended one. everybody uh, from <laughs> Middlesex upwards. Um, okay, uh, so what's been happening geeky-wise in, uh, oh, in recent times? Oh, I've been playing times? too much of a silly... Uh, no, it's not silly. It's very, it's very serious. Important. A shooter called Splatoon on the Switch. Oh, that's you're silly. A, you're a little, a little. Well, uh, now this is important. Are you a squid or a kid? You're a squid kid. You're a person who can turn squid. into a squid at will, and yeah. you produce a natural ink, which you use to win turf battles by spraying it on the <laughs> ground. Hey, well, wait a minute! But every time you say. Switch, switch, switch. Yeah, uh, I just laugh. I decided to hear anything else. Nintendo Switch. <laughs> uh, sorry, there's a game on the Switch. <laughs> uh, switch. It's portable. The what? Switch. The Switch is portable. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's really fun. Okay, I've been playing a lot of it. Magic: um, The Gathering Arena. I'll just jump into that straight away during Geeky um, News. We don't know anything about it, but there's been videos. There's been an announcement. <laughs> One of the top comments was, man, I can't wait for Magic Arena to come to the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. That That's not going to happen. That's not with those developers. That hey, will be on PC. No. That will be it. Yeah, it may so. be PS4 because it's the easiest one to port mm, for. Yeah, I think so. Is that um, the demographic Switch owners? Of, is Mag- or Magic players Switch owners? Is like, that what we're discovering? Like, like, tell you what, this is what they want to do. Hearthstone stuff. So Magic, sorry. Yeah, Magic we've, Arena we've... is the... Hearthstone version of Magic, which is insane because Hearthstone was a digital version of Magic made by Blizzard, mm. which which is now just insanely popular. I think they're probably making as much money, if, if not to, more. To be fair, every time Blizzard look at something else and go, oh, we should like do a- 50, 49% rip that off. Yeah. And do it better. They really do. They really crush they it. They just absolutely do a fantastic destroy job. And so they put a Blizzard sheen on a Magic-style trading card game, and it's making them millions and millions of dollars. Uh, now, Magic have taken about six years to respond <laughs> yeah. by creating um, Magic Arena, which we've just seen um, some famous streamers 
uh, Amaz from the who's actually from a Hearthstone background, and Gabby. Sparks. You say that how how far into that I started? I thought, right, let's watch the launch video, mm-hmm. and really, it was just some people sitting there talking for ages, and I was just waiting, a bit like this podcast. I was going, I where's said, this? Where's to this heading? In. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, I said skip to ten minutes in, and then I, that's where the game. I skipped to is. like two thirds of the way in, it's, and they were still sitting there talking. It must have been after the game or something. It's after the game. And yeah. I was like, oh, so, this is just them uh, so talking. at the beginning of this video goes for about an hour and a half. Their their release video. They're they're mm. talking about the. Um, uh, how the game is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and now it's this is their first big step to properly enter the digital <laughs> thing because Magic Online is a pile of trash. But they're uh, still keeping that. This is only for standard, though, isn't it? Y- yeah, because it would be too hard, I think, to program all of the old cards like all really? the time. Well, I think so. Just yeah, like it's one of the issues with with Magic Online. Scan the card. Uh, it's, it's the rules, isn't they, it? They yeah. they do have a. Um, They've said there's a few things. So they've got the full rules engine in there and they've got like a machine learning thing. So they, in the future, they should be able to just put yeah. new cards into it and it understands how they work in the context. Or old of the cards. Or old cards. They're the same thing, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, the thing is, uh, it actually looks good. Yeah, but doesn't it just look like jewels? No, it looks like Hearthstone and, oh. <laughs> and jewels kind of had a baby. All oh, right. Um, when you play cards. The, there's Stuff. a bit more of a sound effect. We yeah. play planeswalkers. They say like famous voice, famous. <laughs> they say voice lines. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say they don't have any voice what, lines. What voice so lines? Chandra comes in, you just hear fire. Oh my god, I can't wait to. Gideon, a teenage just angry, one, just want a hug. <laughs> <laughs> just like player Johnny. Yeah, yeah uh, it actually looks good. They've got the polish of Hearthstone, but none of the rules are different. So you know, in Jules. You don't really retain priority, and it's difficult to do stuff in the beginning of combat step. You'd all, always have to just do it in your main phase. So, like, if say you want to tap down one of their creatures, yeah, you can't do it in the beginning of combat step, r- really. Well, you can, but what I, what I find frustrating about it in duels is that, like, for example, doing um, crit breaker, mm-hmm. you know, like you wait until the end of their end phase, yeah. and then you go boom, and what you got to do is you got to pause the game. Yep. And then you go, right, I'm going to get this guy, I'm going to tap down three zombies, and I'm going to draw a card, lose a life. Cool, cool. But sometimes they do something, and you're thinking, what the fuck happened there? Oh, man, what have I got to do? The clock ticks around and goes, yeah. whoop, mm-hmm. and it's gone. Yeah. And you're like, okay, now you go. It's like, and wait wait a minute, wait a minute. In real life, I'd be able to go, wait, did you just, just finish your, your goal? Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to do that before this I start is, my go. That's mm-hmm. an interesting thing, given that we're joking about Gwent before. So that's an interesting thing you see with Gwent, is that it'll actually hover the last played card <clears> on the edge of the thing. But this also works better in Gwent, where effectively only one, two, or sometimes three cards are played in a turn. It's really only meant to be one card, and then the other cards will get but played based on effects. Mm-hmm. And the one that's actually played, you can you can see the card history of mm-hmm. your opponent. Um, I mean, you have to look quickly. Yeah. Um, and that kind of thing. You can see like the last five or six. Exactly. Or so uh, maybe that's maybe that's the solution there. Is... Yeah, it's it's difficult in Magic because of the fact you could respond with an ins- you could respond with Crypt Breaker at any time during that. Time. Exactly right. And you and you get that opportunity, but you get that little timer clock that goes zip around mm. like a little circle, yeah. and that's it. If and you miss it. That boom. was something that frustrated me a lot when I played Jewels, which was that. Uh, you you think of, someone goes I'm gonna lightning bolt your guy you're like oh yeah cool I guess I'm lightning bolting my guy oh wait I've got to draw a co- oh it's gone yeah like by the time you and you don't want to be the, the guy thing. that pauses every time because there's nothing worse than playing yep. a newbie in that where every time you play any get card mm-hmm. they go pause and then they read your yeah. card so which the, fair play to them they're doing the right thing mm-hmm. but boy it's 
dull when someone yeah. does it. So you don't want to be that guy that pauses every time you could pause just in case there's something you could so do. So what they seem to have done in Magic Arena is yeah. it has a very smart system of knowing when you can respond. Mm. So if you're tapped out, doesn't doesn't matter. It hovers on your opponent playing cards and doing their attacks mm. and stuff. But if you cannot respond with something... Play it will on. skip past yeah, it. Yeah, that's better. So, it, like, it may remove a little bit of that element of the bluffing, where it's yes. like you don't have a counter spell. But oh my god, the games are going to be so fluid because it's just like mm. you don't have to think about things when you don't have to think about them. Um, that which is the point that I got to on Magic Online, where you know when you can just F six, which is just skip all the things for the rest of the turn. Yeah. But Arena looks like it's kind of a very fluid. It, it looks good as well. Yeah. Mm. I'm just I'm really excited for it. I'm, I'm just disappointed it's not coming out on the consoles because I don't want to go and sit in front of my PC to play just because it's all out of my house. I, I want to sit it, on my couch, I want to sit in front of my Xbox One or my PlayStation 4 and play it there. I know? think it will. Um, as with everything, PC will be a beta test because it's being made on a PC so they can hot patch it and everything like that. Yeah. It's going to be a lot easier on the PC infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Um, that developer, um, Arclight, um, the the publisher and Perfect World, um, the the company that own those things, uh, like some of their games are on PS4. Blacklight got ported to PS4, or PS3 at one point, but they um, they do everything on exactly the PC first, and then they. But um, I think you know, going for simultaneous launch is always a mistake. Just launch on, particularly for stuff like this, launch on mm-hmm. PC. You know have a big open very vocal let us know if you see bugs you know always yeah, have that little yeah. thing in the corner let us know if something weird just happens so we can flag your game and examine okay, it later we'll and see what went wrong but I, I think it will but you I mean, know in, give it nine months like yeah oh, it's just too long isn't it you just want to get on with it yeah, just go play with the cards it. Dave just go play cardboard you, you <laughs> I'm, I'm actually thinking that it has to be pretty soon though because they have the Ixalan cards in there already so oh, okay like it or has to be I'll, within the next three months. I probably right? will get on the PC and play it. So I just, I'll just want because it. I just want to. Maybe they'll be going jam. for Christmas break because in America oh, they'll true. get a huge number of people mm. to have a go. Mm. Um, I've already registered for the beta, so mm. I'm definitely going to play yeah. uh, a bit when it comes out. I just appreciate how much mileage you can get with the Magic card set by it being in your lounge room and just being able to do it, mm. and you get to know the cards a lot better. That in turn gives you more confidence about turning up in a brick-and-mortar yep. store and actually playing the real that thing. That is exactly what's going to happen with this, and you yeah. find people doing it with Hearthstone where they go, man, I don't want to just play Hearthstone at home. I want to go to a shop and like play exactly. other people or, or do something like that. And Magic had that first, and now you've got this digital thing which is going to bring... I think millions of players into it if they ex- execute it well. It's and then they will come back into It's stores. definitely a stupid thing. It's like, you know, we hear that all the time. Oh, aren't you afraid that like board games and card games that will all disappear now that people are playing Xbox and stuff like no. that? Like, no, definitely no, not. No. This is, <laughs> can't, can't, play, wanna... can't play Xbox in a power cut. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, open, like, earn some fake money, open a fake booster, get an amazing Mythic Rare. How do you feel? put some money across a counter, open a real-life booster and have that card sitting in front of you look, listening back at you mm-hmm. and you're like, fuck. Well, that's, <laughs> you know, all, like, well, that's all about cool. game design, though. Like, there's, you know, that you have a weight and understanding of the power because I can show mythics all day long to people that don't... Like, when I've talked about magic to people that don't play that are just kind of passing conversational interest in what I'm up to, I'm like, oh, you know, oh, it's this cool thing and, like, yeah, and you get this really... And I would always talk about really high-level play yeah. because yeah. I think people understand it from that that's sporting perspective. I, go, like, the, I fly to international tournaments and I can win prize money and, and yeah. this kind of oh, thing. I show cards and I'd be like, when I had Gideon uh, for Champions of Zendikar for a while, I was like, like, this card? Ooh, high-level stuff. Paid 50 bucks for him. Yeah, like, exactly. People are like, oh, damn. Like, yeah. <laughs> the Tarmogoyf, the, the only thing out of the collection that ever comes out, it's always like, you know, flip forward to the Tarmogoyf. Have a look at that. $150. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, look at that card. And people are like, what for a card? It's, yeah. I yeah. need Tamagots for the RPTQ. Do you? 
Last time I is there a, will they all come back or do you have to keep one of them if I lend them? Keep one. Oh, okay, I'll think about it. Oh, well, Seems uh, like a reasonably good uh, deal. That for wasn't me. actually me asking to borrow them. I was <laughs> just going <laughs> to buy them. <laughs> right, right. No, I've got I've got some. Um, well, I've got one of each. So. One of each. One yeah. Of anyway, what, is there anything else in, in geeky world stuff? Finally, I finally saw Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal two weeks ago. Okay, how was it? How'd that? Give us Look, some... I'm worried uh, it won't stand up. To be won't. fair, you have to approach it. I think as I did, understanding that it really is, is in <laughs> as is in a lot of ways, it's a fantastic achievement technologically for like I think it's 1991 or 19. 19- 89, like it's right all, at the cusp of the 80s. It's it's a, and aside from some long shots of some elfy characters where they use children, it would actually... So it contains no live-action human characters, and if not for, the, like, two long shots, it would contain no human actors directly seen right. either, which at the time period was a big first. Uh, and I think looking at some of the, stat, the sculptures and stuff like that and knowing, you know... That there was no point using computers on this, or like the size of everything involved. Because nowadays you can get a little servo motor down from the thing, and you can make you know move you know what in the eighties special effects artists would have been dying to have, and it's a cosplay down at a convention now. Like when you watch yeah, they watch behind the scenes stuff of back in the day. Even like I think it might have been Star Wars that I was watching, Mm -hmm. like. Back in the day, I was thinking, this is amazing. Yeah, after, kid, the guy inside R two D two think this sort of stuff. Mm. I want to do this sort of stuff. Now you look back at it and you go, I could, I could do that. Yeah. Why, why, why they, can't I get involved? Yeah. In like, like R two D two, the guy inside that, like, and C three PO, both of them, like, nearly died a bunch of times because they were like out in the Tunisian <laughs> desert, yeah. like <laughs> in a in a metal box and stuff like that. Like, whereas there. nowadays there was no question. I mean, we were happy to see that BB eight was a real robot, it's remote yeah. controlled, but there was no question. There's no way they're going to go. Oh, it needs to be bigger so we can fit a, a little person inside but, or but a child is, to drive this is one it. Of the issues just like, I oh, just make a robot. Um, uh, with this kind of new reliance is why everyone hated the prequels, right? Like Yoda's this beloved, like he's, yeah. a, he's a puppet voiced by Frank Frank Oz. Yeah, yep. that's yeah. right. Yep. Um, and and then Frank Oz did the voice for the CGI one. You're like, it's not nah. the same. It's just it's not thing. Pra- it's, it's almost the same. Effects, as, um, it's almost the same as opening a real card and seeing one on the screen. In a is. way, even though it's both on screen, um, there's something even, real. When JJ like... Abrams did Episode Seven, he's like. Practical effects. Yeah. We, we cannot just do another CG fest. Practical effects, explosions, mm. actors in things. It's part of the Star Wars experience, and it makes it feel more real, even if it's just you know minute miniatures. Yeah, it is because I mean I've, I've never like I love the writing in South Park and Simpsons. Every time I watch any of those shows, I go, "This is hilarious." Mm-hmm. I don't know why I don't watch it all the time. I never watch it. Yeah. I just never watch it. I, I just have don't a similar look into with animation. animation. Well. Just... It's actually why I can't watch anime. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, the anime though, all of the characters, <laughs> no. all of the characters are the same. Anyway, let's not. Do I'm very much. Though. People look at me and they go, "Oh, do you like anime?" I like some things that are anime. Oh, yeah. I do not like anime. Yeah. It's the same as like yeah. where you're like, I play Magic. I don't play collectible card games yeah. as a thing. But yes. when people are like, "Oh man, I just watched 300 episodes of this random anime," I was like, <laughs> "Evangelion only has 24 episodes." Okay, and I'm like, "Was it was it was it good? Like many. Naruto episode like 900?" And they're like. Oh, like I just pretty much just watch it just to watch it. Now. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's I'm like too the invested worst now. Thing in the <laughs> yeah. world, yeah, cool. There, there is, yeah, it's tough. I, it's weird watching a series like we've been watching Mad Men, right? Oh yeah, and I'm happy cool. that the seven seasons. But no, no? I'm like it's about community. You guys love community. I stopped oh. watching. I when no, I was no. given it yes. a one legged eye patch edition by a friend uh, years ago. Um, I only had oh, I think like the first three or four episodes of season three, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll give it to you." And then I kind of got to the end of that, and I could feel even at the start of season three, I was like, "This is wearing out." And I'm def- I'm that's defiantly one of the people now. It's like community is like season one and two. That's it. Psh, like. One, two, and three, great. Yeah. And now I'm out. 
and not doing it again. And even by the end of season three, you can feel them getting a little tired, and then mm. um, that. But that was when the hype was so high that they're like, "Oh, we're going to make another season," and then and yeah. fire the guy that was doing it. Away. Yeah, silly. Mm. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to. Oh, okay. Mad Men. Mad Men. Um, yeah, Mad Men is. Don't tell me it gets worse. Uh, it it has its. Moment, oh, moment, it totally yes. has ups and downs, and there's oh. some amazing stuff yeah. that happens yeah, in don't there. Tell me, no, yeah, it's, well, I think it's great. It's, it's amazing. Like we were watching. I, it. I haven't finished it. I didn't watch the last season. Oh, okay. So I've, I've only well, the seven seasons on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but what's cool about Mad Men was I thought it was about gangsters and stuff. Oh, it's bad uh, executives. Oh, yeah. that's, <laughs> board, that's then, Boardwalk Empire. If you yeah, want that's gangsters. Boardwalk and then, Empire. And then, so we started watching it. And yeah, there was no none of that. The big reveal but, episode one isn't he's a mafioso; it's that he's a mad cheater boy. Yeah, but that's the man they beat you over the head with that. I got started. I go, is this where I get sick of Mad Men? When they keep basically, it's like it's 1950. Men are pigs, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they just keep doing. Oh look, it's 1950. Here's a 1950s thing. Oh, by the way, men are pigs. Oh, men are pigs. Hey, yeah. hey, everyone, men are pigs. Men are pigs oh, yeah. and it's the 1950s. Did it's said in the 1950s well, over and over and over? Yeah. They just beat you over there and go right, and you just get proper sick of it. Yeah. This, Which this is, is an issue in lots of things in history where you latch onto one particular feature of the time period when you dramatize it and you overdo it. Like mm-hmm. it's generally agreed. I actually read a couple of articles where they kind of asked some historians, like, "Hey, we know Game of Thrones is not the real Middle Ages, but it was it really this like rapey." <laughs> and, uh, and they were like, oh, no, actually, there's quite severe punishments for, for rape in the Middle Ages uh, right. and that kind of thing. Although those punishments were kind of predicated on the fact that women was an, another man's property. But, um, you know, yeah, uh, don't rape again, my property is what pretty much, was, which is very problematic. But mm. it's one of these things where they've, they've latched on this thing. And probably probably lots of the men in the time period were not as gross to women as, uh, as the madman guys were. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think so. And I've watched it with I started watching the first three or four seasons with my ex and she was like, by season three, she's like, ah, oh, they're really... They're just like, it's the 60s. I'm yeah, Don Draper. I'm smoking in the office. And yeah. it zooms in on me smoking in the office. Like, it's crazy. And, and we can smoking just drink on a plane. And we're drinking day. booze at yeah, work. Yeah, exactly. And she was like, by season three, I was done with that. And I was like, oh, but he's so nuanced. But even then, he's still just scowling at stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it was a bit but like some that. Some real interesting stuff does happen. So. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's very, very cool. We're just... Yeah, I won't give no spoilers. Um, yeah, it was about two or three episodes in and I was I was getting that point with Fiona and I was saying, I don't... Is, is there anything going to happen? Is this all we're going to do? But yeah, there's I, a lot of slow simmering and stuff. And I kind of got into the this is all we're going to do and I'm yeah. in now. It's good mm-hmm. fun. And I also, <laughs> I was probably getting annoyed because there wasn't enough Alison Brie. She wasn't a key person. <laughs> oh, I did <laughs> Is she in? Is she in Mad Men? <laughs> oh, she is. She's very frumpy. Is we do have a laugh idea. because Aaron said um, Aaron said that uh, Alison Brie pull, pulls off at exactly the same time uh, playing an eighteen year old in Community while she's playing a forty year old in in, <laughs> in Mad Men, and we laugh a lot about that. How old now. is she actually? Or is she Ashiok the she's Nightmare Weaver and Angel Angel's an indeterminate? No, she's in mid thirties. Her character's probably like late twenties in Mad Men, but Aaron called her a forty year old, and as forty year olds, we were kind of well. Like, they didn't have moisturizer back right then, did they? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how old she is. They never say exactly how yeah, old she is. Yeah, I know. She's timeless, is what Aaron Br- uh, Alison Bree is. Aaron Bree. Aaron Bree. All right, is that it? I just want to say, I'm if good. anyone wants to buy me uh, one of the Lego Millennium Falcons, that'd, that'd be great. And the one with yeah. 20,000 pieces. Oh. <sighs> and the best part of the Dark Crystal, one of the Skeksis, like the bird guys, he always goes like, mm. <laughs> And now, like, I had to look at Maddie after we watched him, don't make this a thing. Don't make this do a thing not. that we do. We're you know not what? doing this. Yeah. Skeksy, this is the only comment I have to scare Chris. My only takeaway from that is that I now have people that I meet in real life who I go, 
Skeksis. There are Skeksis. Oh, wow. You know, like you see them and they're just like, oh, you know, kind of, you know, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, yeah. I know. I think and we've all had exactly people in our lives yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see. Now, but now you have someone to compare it to. You go, oh, okay, I'll put them in the Skeksis. Anyone who plays um, Vanguard and is over the age of uh, 12. Really? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Or anyone who plays Dragon Ball Super and is under the age of 20. Ponder Because Dragon Ball Z was the best one when it was blob. in the 90s. Aaron reads the advert. Oh. Aaronvert. <laughs> that just sounds like I'm a pervert. Okay. Should we delete Do this? No, let's no, go. No, let's go. Advert. Every month, Ar- good games are offering Ar-invert. our listeners a special offer and a chance to win the board game that we review. This month... Tokaido is our game of the month. Mm-hmm. In September, and while stocks last, good games are giving Seven Land Hand listeners ten <laughs> percent off Tokaido. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is don your socks and thongs, oh, yeah. shuffle into your local good game store, and say this month's password. This, this and, and a side, side of tofu. tofu. Oh, this see, September. Oh, uh, this and a side of tofu. How has Ixalan excited you? Oh, oh, let's find out. There's a whole bunch of people written to us. Asking us questions. Yeah. Winter oh. Kaido. Mm-hmm. Listen to questions, they are here. Gonna run out of steam. That's it. That's it. Listen to questions. That's a new um, theme song. That's good. I like it. Uh, again, an original melody, which I find uh, refreshing. I can count. Chris Jones. Never heard from this guy before. Who's What's that he guy? got to say? Most of the focus is on Ixalan at the moment, and rightly so. But what is your favourite Iconic Masters spoiler release so far? Mine is Thundermore Hellkite. Oh. My first Mythic Rare. I, I mentioned that in the comment. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first Mythic Rare I ever opened. I was, yeah, I got a fond feeling about that card. Mm. So I'll, I'll go quickly ditto on that, Chris. I'm looking forward to getting another version Thundermore of Hellkite. Thundermore Hellkite. Um, my. <laughs> My favorite spoiler from Iconic Masters is Horizon Canopy. So okay. this is, they, they did a, a cycle of five lands in Future Sight, which are mm. all like possible future land cycles that they could do. One would like filter your mana. So if you played back or, black or red, you could turn it into black, 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 red, or red, red. So it filtered your black mana into red mana. Oh, you need stuff. a rules manual just for the <laughs> land plays. Um, and, but they did five different ones. Mm. The green-white one was yeah. pay a life... And tap it to add green or white. Pay one and sacrifice this land. Draw a card. So it's like your land can be in play. When you don't need it anymore, you can sacrifice it. Draw a card. This card was $150 before the reprint. (laughs) And it just went in every single green-white creature's deck in in modern. um, All right. So I'm very excited to get get your hands on some. Two-part answer. I'm a huge fan of Phyrexia, and I love the art, and I love the theme of it. So oh, yeah. Elish Norn, Elish Grand Cenobite, yes. uh, just because that. that is super cool, and I've loved that card for a long time. Absolutely. That's probably the one from the set that I'll buy this just to put in my file and mm. go, mm, that's pretty. That's what but I did. seeing people lose the plot over Mana Drain getting reprinted, yeah, it's that was, I almost want to say that, because people were just like, going off yeah. over this two-mana counterspell. Like, yeah. It is pretty nuts. Uh, quick one here. Donald Sutherland. Don't know who that guy is either. Who's, who's he? <clears throat> uh, which of the four Ixalan factions is your favourite, and why is it Dinosaurs. pirates? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why is it pirates? Uh, uh, why is it pirates? My favourite's dinosaurs. Mm. I love dinosaurs. I've loved dinosaurs since I was a wee lad. Lyle M. Anwar. Don't know that guy. The M stands for magic. I was going to say vampires. Are dinosaurs now an evergreen creature type? And I pointed out the colourful feathers complicate things, mainly, maybe. Um, I don't think 
so I think because drag because they kind of take the same place as dragons. This right? is going to be like I think every plane's got a one-off kind of thing, right? So you saw I think um, there are there are other horrors, but you saw mostly horrors on Innistrad, yep. um, and there's the co- there's the core. Oh yeah, uh, the KOR from Zendikar. Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. a one plane only. Uh, yeah, thing. I can imagine that they'll come back to it. There'll be other planes that have dinosaurs, but they're pretty interchangeable with like mm. lizards and beasts. And but the, what's interesting, they're definitely going to be cre- they've got to be played as creatures. Yeah. They're not going to be treated like vehicles either, though. No, right? no, you know, no. even though we see them being ridden around. We we have seen a card called mm. Allosaurus Rider in the past, and I was really excited because it's the focus on this big Allosaurus. But it it's it's creature type is elf because it's the dude riding the Allosaurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's confusing. I've seen that mm. sort of stuff. In a few cards. Uh, oh, here we go with Jarus Vanson. Jarus Vanson. How does Carn- how does Carnage Tyrant make his bed? Hmm. Oh, is this an Ixalan <laughs> dinosaur with little <laughs> yeah, arms? He's, he's yeah. got little arms. Um, what he does is he he threatens to eat the families of um, smaller dinosaurs unless oh, they make his bed for him. It's clever. I would say um, he doesn't make his own bed. He just goes to IKEA and buys it like the rest of us. <laughs> I was going to say, I would have been dry and scientific and been like, they just stomp down a whole bunch of stuff and they kind of circle around. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and they just kind of okay. plan themselves yeah. on us. What's, um, what's, what's the the ground? You have to make your own bed when you get it from Ikea. You should have said from bed shed or something. No, he, he would ask for the people's Actually, Carnage Tyrant's arms yeah. are pretty bed-makeable. That's pretty bed-makeable. He's not that big. He's not oh, much bigger yeah. than a human. He's not like mm. T-Rex tiny stick arms. That's not oh, a tyrant. That's like, got... that's like a carnage middle manager. Good question, Jerris. We think he'll be fine, I think, is what we've got down the bottom. Carnage dictator? Bryce, yeah. Bryce Meredith, who's always set the bar very high for oh, a good great quality question questions. From Bryce. Also very handsome. Uh, I mean, I I've never... Handsome, handsome Bryce says, Do you think Wizards of the Coast is pushing dinosaurs too much? To me, it seems like they are, they are such a powerhouse from the spoilers. We haven't seen everything yet, but do you think Wizards are dino-sure or just dino-might? You think he's going nowhere with that, and you're thinking, not a strong question, he's going serious, and he ends with the gold. <laughs> are they dino-sure? Or dino might, or dino might, or dino shit, dino shite, right? <laughs> dino shite. Um, yeah, wow. Like it's it's interesting to see a tribe come out of the gate so strongly mm. as as the dinosaurs have. <laughs> yeah. um, I think this has been part of their strategy since they had to openly say, "Hey, that big foil shit got stolen from our factory," and we watched a person on you know CCTV walk out with it. Um, a lot of because I looked at that sheet, and a lot of the most visible stuff were dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a bit of a case of forced hand here. Yeah. Um, oh, but in that could be an overall strategy thing in the future. If we're going to go back to bigger sets, maybe they're really going to foreground one part of yeah. it, and then when the set comes out, there'll be a, the full spoiler. There'll be more surprises. Yeah. But it's like, this is a four-faction set. And even Mm. in the design articles they've done, they're talking about like, oh, the balance of this. And we added one more faction after a bit because the three-faction thing wasn't really working Mm -hmm. for us. Stuff like that. So maybe as just a a strategy for previewing this set, they're like, let's preview the heck out of this kind of wacky, never-done-before faction. I mean, look, pirates are similar to other things we've seen, other pirates. Is this a question more previewed early? Like I, we've seen, I, that's what I was going to say. Gonna say. Hence the, the card, the, the um, spoiler, the, the <clears throat> stolen sheet was obviously dino heavy, so they've just let them come out first. Exactly. Right. exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So they've gone, hey, we, we've reckon- this is the first time they've acknowledged spoilers. And they've mm. gone, hey, this guy stole a sheet from the thing. He has been followed, prosecuted to the full extent. That he's a hero to all of us. No, he's not. He's <laughs> <It's> horrible. <laughs> no, I, no, I no. wish we could have got a great spoiler season. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so they've, re- yeah, they've released 100 cards way earlier than they thought. Most yeah. of them were dinosaurs. They were the rare and the <clears> mythic rare <throat> slots. And so we've already seen 
all the power level of them. We might get end up with a happy accident here where, yeah, it ends up with, wow, look how strong this, this faction is. Yeah. How is. Imagine how good the other three are. This yeah. is going to be cool. They yeah, never know. Yeah. Like, we've seen nothing of the elementalist kind of merfolk yet, and they'll be saving I, I think they're going to be big in rivals. I think that's, like, the taster one, and yeah. then it's, like, rivals is going to be, like, juice, merfolk, juice bam, mm-hmm. like... Jake Martin, thanks for writing in with a solid name there. Two words I can absolutely nail. Um, what individual card or archetype from Ixalan will influence standard the most come rotation? And he said, my bet is Carnage Tyrant. Slots into Teamer Energy and Ramp Easy. 7-6 body with Hexproof and survives Hour of Devastation. Currently the best sweeper in the format. So a question and a bit of a thought there from Jake. Um Hour of Devastation isn't actually seeing as much play as Fumigate in these new blue-white decks, and Fumigate kills Carnage Tyrant dead. Right. Um, most of the c- control decks now are actually pretty well equipped to deal with it, um, either by... So know, what's, what's the difference there between... It's, it's, it's hexproof, hexproof yeah. So, yeah. So, you can, so it's target creatures... So control decks work. usually would struggle to kill a hexproof creature, mm. but if we're looking at the decks being blue-white-red or just blue-white because they're playing Approach of the Second Sun as their win condition... They'll all be playing Fumigate. Four copies of Fumigate. Like, it's yeah. just... So how, how does Fumigate remove... So Fumigate just it? says destroy all creatures. You gain yeah. one life for each. And Carnage Tyrant just has Hexproof, which means it can't be targeted. It can still just be destroyed by destroy effects. Okay. So, but does Hour of Devastation use the word target creatures? It, no, or no. It just deals five damage to each creature. Five Carnage damage. Tyrant's so, okay, so Carnage Tyrant gets mm-hmm. out of that. So it's oh. not... A, the Hexproof thing isn't necessarily a target creature deal. Yeah. Right. Um, it's uh, In answer to his question, his actual yeah. question, which is what will influence existing standard decks the most? It's been early for that, isn't it? What individual uh, card archetype will influence standard yeah, the te- most? Team Energy is pretty unscathed. Um, come rotation, they just lose a couple of their lands and get some better ones. Mm. Uh, Carnage Tyrant will go on the sideboard um, against some control decks that aren't playing Fumigate or something, but you can't just be playing six mana bodies like the... The team of decks so and, good because you just get value of that. And also, also kind of everything. just want to check down there for uh, newer listeners. Teamer, Teamer. Is? Oh, it's blue, red, green. Um, so no, not a standard changer, but I think something that's going to like dominate draft though. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen Sky Terror? Red and a white, oh. two, two for two, and it has flying and menace. Oh yeah. yeah. So everyone's yeah, just yeah. saying yeah. they may as well have invented a new keyword that says. Bloody untouchable. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that is an awesome, the, awesome card. The top comment of Mythic Spoiler was, man, I wish this card had, like, some more evasion. <laughs> <laughs> God. That's, uh, that Skulk. is, that is going to wreck. Blocked. Like, <laughs> Clayton Lynn, uh, will there be a dragon in this set like every other set? Uh, that said, word is going around that Mardu Vehicles will meet its end as soon as rotation emerges. Fake news or the real deal? Uh, in answer to dragons, zero dragons zero in this dragons. set. You can see it in the flavor text on Dragon Skull Summit, which they thought when they when they originally created these cards is very interesting. They named them generically so they could be on any plane, and it's so funny. The one time they choose to bring it back, they're dinosaurs instead of uh, dragons oh, right. on yeah, the plane. Yeah. And in the flavor text for Dragon Skull Summit, it says um, people used to think that dinosaurs were some sort of dragon, and that's why this is called oh, Dragon right. Skull Summit. It's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> well, they could have even they could have even just gone with like, oh, you know, the dinosaurs are descended from like proto amazing dragons. Yes, that, like, yeah, that would have been that would. But been we're cool, kind of though. dragoned up from uh, Arab Devastation yeah. and Amonkhet. We got some dragons out of that. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of dragons in Kaladesh, isn't there? Uh, yeah, there's, there's one, one Aether maybe. dragon or something. I uh, can't remember. Actually. Anyway. Hmm. 
Uh, Zachary Seattle. Oh, sorry, sorry. His, so, he, he had a second question, which is, is Mardu Vehicles dead? No, I think it's going to morph more to a, the more aggressive version with veteran okay. motorist and toolcraft exemplar instead of being that mid-range. Smuggler's copter? Yep. No? Oh, sorry. Because oh, okay. <laughs> there's more, ve- there's <laughs> no, more vehicles kidding, There's more vehicles in this set. Yeah. Um, oh, right. And, oh, really? Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, they're all pirate place. ships mainly. Mm, I'm here to um, learn about them. Yeah. Uh, Gideon rotating hurts it, but they'll just be a more aggressive version rather than a mid-range one. Zachary Seow for the second time. Seow for the second Ew. time. In capitals, so get ready, said... Why wasn't Shiva Dragon reprinted in Iconic Masters? Said Zachary. Because it's going to be in Dominaria. There you go. When In, in <laughs> <Jesus>. April. <laughs> Connor Jonath, in regular speak, said... What are your thoughts on the Planeswalker rule change? Is it for better or for worse? And what's important here, and Anthony Lee picked up on this early is that he spelt Planeswalker, P-L-A-I-N, Swalker. <laughs> uh, so Anthony Lee jumped in there and said, the rule hasn't change, changed. Planeswalkers still can't be blocked if the defending player controls <laughs> the planes. <laughs> Nailed it! There Nailed we it. go. Uh, yeah, that's the answer. That's um, pretty no, much it, it doesn't change standard very much because they have they knew that this rule was coming up. Okay, so they haven't tell put, us what the rule is. Aaron. So the rule is, instead of... The Planeswalker uniqueness rule, which is a planes... Yeah. You can't have two Planeswalkers with the can't same type out. Yeah, because yeah. it says Planeswalker dash Liliana. And before the Planeswalker uniqueness rule said, if you have two Lilianas out, choose one to sacrifice. Yeah. The other one stays out. Um, they've changed them now, so they are legendary Planeswalker dash Liliana. Liliana doesn't have any uh, rules thing. It's just their type. Yeah. Uh, and now the thing that decides whether they can be kept out is their name, like legendary creatures. So you, if you have Liliana the Last Hope and you play a second one, uh, you can't have both. You have to sacrifice one. But if you play Liliana the Last Hope and Liliana the Veil or Liliana Death's Majesty, mm. you can have both out. Oh, good. So you can have multiple planes. But are, they, are they betting on that just not being a good strategy? Because that sounds bad. There, are, it, there seem to be very, very few usable decks that rely on playing more than one planes. Yeah, so uh, the interesting one is Gideon. Because of no, the Gideon of the Trials that, that says, as long as you control a Gideon Planeswalker, Ugh. you can't lose the game. Oh, right. But there's only two Gideons in stand at the moment. There's Gideon of the Trials and the one from the Planeswalker And we'll see the deck. other one go. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Allies is rotating. This is actually interesting for modern because there are two three-mana Lilianas that are actually both very strong and having mm. both out might actually be good. But the Gideon Tribal deck's not as a joke. Which that's, is the last hope has got to be... Is one, right? That's... Last, last Hope is one, and Liliana the Veil from original oh. Innistrad is the other. Yeah, okay. Um, Anthony Lee, does the treasure token mechanic encourage me to play cheaper spells or more expensive spells? I like the creatures that use uh, this. Is, this is a classic Anthony Lee <laughs> trap question. Because, <laughs> right. because, me and, because me and him keep talking about these really obscure like it's a trap. W- ways to get around your thing. It encourages you to play cheaper spells. Which, which seems strange because treasure seems like a way to ramp to sevens, mm-hmm. sixes and sevens. It encourages you to play cheaper spells because if you play a spell that creates two treasure, you actually kind of want to spend that immediately. So you're spending your mana a- as you go, which I think is where he's trying to get at with this, mm. which is that you play a five mana thing that makes two treasures. Yeah. You're like, cool, I'll get a five mana thing. Then next turn... If I play another land, I can play an eight drop. You don't really want to be playing eight drops in your deck. Tre- treasures can be converted into. Sorry, yeah, land. treasures are new artifact tokens in the new set that can be sacrificed for one mana. Okay, so you can use them to uh, to jump, but it actually is better in that you use them more frequently rather than saving up a pool yes, of them and then exactly, dropping because a bomb. With imagine it. you draw that eight drop. Uh, and you didn't draw any of your treasure stuff. Now that eight drop is garbage in your hand. Mm. Whereas if you go five drop. 
also I get another two mana to spend to fatal push two of your guys. Also, you've also had a much you, better turn than mm, waiting around. To yeah, the next eight turn. drop can just clog up your hand as well. Totally. If, and if and if you're designed to get that out as your win condition, as opposed to having uh, like three as your three as your peak, four mm-hmm. as your peak, you'd be able to use that treasure to yeah. like get you there, right? And I think and playing uh, in limited and probably in standard as well, y- your seven or eight mana play can still be undone by one, two, or three mana removal spell. So why not play two four drops or? Mm. Or a five mana thing that produces two treasure, use those treasures immediately to play a two to kill their thing or something. So this is, if we've gone from Amon Ket, which seemed to be universally viewed as a slow block, uh, you know, high power stuff and Eternalize, which didn't really see much play anyway, mm. is this just going to pour gasoline on the aggressive deck fire? I I think so. Like dinosaurs are really beefy, but pirates are going to be evasive and aggressive, and I think they're going to be a. a, a a real struggle to deal with. Good question, Anthony. Uh, Chris Jorgensen, or Jorgensen. Okay, he starts. So. Okay. So he starts. So. Uh, we've had a ninja set. Yeah. And now we have a pirate set. Chances of ninja versus pirates dual decks. Uh, very high. I'd say so, yeah. 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 Um, are we all we're in agreement there? Yeah. yeah. It's, um, they actually released ninjas versus pirates as the April Fool's announcement two or three years ago. Um, but there were only three pirates that had ever been printed in Magic. So, so it was a like, full deck and three cards. A full deck of ninja thing and like a three-card deck. Uh, now, Danny Pink asked the next question. I was like the idea of a Panny Dink. He should maybe spoonerism, isn't it? Panny Dink? Panny Dink? Danny Pink. It sounds offensive somehow. Panny Dink. Oh, he's a bit of a Panny Dink, isn't he? Don't be like, I think that'd be all right. You know, Penny Dink. Yeah, I love that. Being, you know, when you go your, your coffee, you're just like, they have to call out your name. Like, uh, Penny Dink? Penny Dink, anyone? <laughs> it does. Go, oh, yeah. that's, that's, you've nailed it. I was like, it sounds like a prank call name. <laughs> yeah. like. Penny Dink? Danny Pink, if we're choosing to go with that version of the name. Why was Bloodgast reprinted for Iconic Masters and not Ixalan? Because uh, it has Landfall. And you can't have Landfall in a set. That um, that doesn't have any other landfall. Landfall, <laughs> right? Okay, now that one. All right, that was um, <laughs> just that was, a one card in the whole a whole block. That, that was listening to questions. We'll pick out which one we like the best and uh, announce that at the beginning of Buster Booster right after this. Buster Booster, middle, middle, middle oh, Yeah, good one. Um, all right, we're going to be opening this booster for Aaron. What? Uh, for oh, the, for the, <laughs> I was like. For the, the purposes win. of the purposes of for this evaluating the cards, yeah. For, for no. Jerris Vanson, who Ooh, won, yeah, who won our favorite question: How does Carnage Tyrant make the bed? Great question. Is that the one that I liked twice when it came yep. through? Yeah, yeah. With great difficulty is the mm. answer. All right, busting our final hour of devastation. Oh, oh it's got Nicol Bolas in the front too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, until we do a re- retrospective Buster Booster in you know two years' time, and, and one of these will be included. Yeah, yeah. This is All a good right. draft set, is it? Fond memories. Good I, fa- stuff. I faffed around a lot in this format, which is always the sign of a good one. Yeah, it is. When Four you've got, color decks, got five color sealed deck. Yeah, that's good madness. times. Good All times. I'll right. uh, we'll just peel good off times, good a times, good times. proven combatant token and a mountain off the back, and then we start with puncturing blow. I've had this one before. Mm, two and two red for a puncturing blow deals five damage to target creature. If that creature would die this turn, exile it instead. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Four it's, mana removal. You don't like it's clunky. 
clunky. Yeah? Yep. So sorcery speed. Sorcery speed deals five damage so it doesn't kill the biggest stuff. Um, it's still, you play it in every red deck, but you're not first picking it. Spellweaver Eternal, one and a blue for a 2-1 creature, Zombie Naga Wizard. It's got prowess, so whenever you cast a non-creature spell, it gets plus, uh, one plus one. And afflict two. Very aggressive creature. Really great in these blue-red spells or blue-black kind of tempo decks. I really like this guy. But again, kind of not first pick material. This is the kind of stuff that will be the C's, um, like the the grade of your deck, and you want to be picking an A or a B first. Mm. Yeah, that's a solid card. So solid. So good. Dauntless Avon, uh, two and a white for a creature bird warrior at 2-1. It's got flying. Whenever Dauntless Avon attacks, untap target creature you control. Back in my day, three mana flyers just were flying that was their whole thing this is like all upside you can it's practically got mm. vigilance because it can untap itself you can untap on your exert guys it's really strong I don't, I don't think it's as strong as either of the first two cards yeah uh beneath the sands another three mana two and a green for a sorcery uh search your library for a basic land card put it into your bat into the battlefield tapped then shuffle your library and you can cycle it out for two i love this card this will be really? one of the this will be one of the great kind of designs from this set because this is a perfect kind of cycling card. Yeah, you play uh-huh. it in your um, in your ramp decks to fix your three or four or five colors of mana, and then when you have your mana fixed and you draw it late, you cycle it away, draw mm. one of your big bums. It's Perf- been a while since great, I've played uh, any sort of deck that does ramping at all. Mm. I just haven't. It's fun. Like you just you just got to let it wash over you. Just go. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to play four colors. Ooh. I'm just going to be sorting out mana for the first three or four goes. I'm it's just great. worried about playing aggro decks. You know, it's just like it's all over by the time yeah. you're ready to rock. You know. <laughs> Uh, Grizzly Survivor, two and a three mana, two and a swamp, uh, two and a black, sorry, for a two three creature Minotaur Warrior. Whenever you cycle or discard a card, Grizzly Survivor gets plus two plus zero until the end of turn. Makes you do your cycling early on in the first yeah, main you, phase. You don't really, because this format's so slow, you don't actually want to cycle as much as you did. Uh, well, you just don't want to cycle all that much, and this is a pretty mediocre mm. body. It just gets blocked by it. There's a bet, there's a lot of three twos in this format that. Just block this. Yeah, it can be a bit of a trap, these things, isn't it? Because you think, oh, plus two, and you sort of, yeah, in your I'll mind, you go... Yeah, cycle three cards, and then you cycle three good cards when you drew three lands, just so you can get an eight-three. Yeah, no. And then they block But it, it does increase the toughness as well. It which does increase is, the I, toughness. I, I trap yeah. that. I think, oh, plus two, and I don't think plus two, plus zero. Mm-hmm. I think plus two, plus two, mm-hmm. and it's not. Mm-hmm. But that's just mine. Oh, Ambuscade, two and a green for an instant mm-hmm. target creature you control gets plus one, plus zero until end of turn. It deals damage equal to its power to target creature and opponent controls. And this is just one of the best commons in the whole set because mm. it scales up the longer the game goes. You can use your creatures to punch their big creatures. There's not really many ways to get blown out by it. Um, yeah, it's and, it's good. The, and it's it really still good. damage. It's not fight. So it's, it's, not, it, fight, so it's so not like you fight it and then you swing in and yeah. it's tough. And I call it's already punching. half knackered. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Punching. That's, That's one. Just punch, punch your guy. Mm. When is that book coming out with Aaron Graham terminology, <laughs> Termin- magic M- terminology? MTGT. Yeah. MTG terminology. Uh, desert of the Fervent uh, is a land. It's a desert for Desert Matters decks. Desert of the Fervent enters the battlefield tapped. And you know the deal. Tap it, add a uh, red mana to your mana pool, and you can cycle it for two. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. It's, it's good. <laughs> um, I don't know... Um, a lot of the pros have been saying that they like the deserts higher than cards like Puncturing Blow, Dauntless Avon, Spellweaver, Eternal, because you'll pick up so many other cards like that, but you'll only get so many deserts. And mm. deserts stop you from losing those games where you get mana flooded. 
Oh, yeah. And yeah. they're more important than some of these kind of mediocre yeah, sea. It's the flooding avoidance thing. That's some, in yeah. Armanket, I lost all the time because I'd cycle early and draw too many lands off them, and you just you draw yeah, nothing. You, yeah. just, you just lose. In this, if three or four of the lands in your deck aren't basics, they cycle, and you draw cards to replace them, you're going to win every game where your opponent floods. Mm. Like, it's really, really good. Yeah, I love that. About Another reason why I love this format. Feral Prowler. Is one and a green for a 1 3. When Feral Prowler dies, draw a card. So it replaces itself. Decent blocker early on. Yeah, it's just. But it doesn't kill anything. No. Though, so. It just gets in the way. It's like That's a rope. It's a slow way to draw a card. It's real slow. <laughs> slow way to draw a card. You just go, come on, die. Come, come on. on. When's he getting your 3 3 out? You like attack, and they're like, yeah, I'll just. I'll take one. What's I just got you? my I just got my two twos. I'll swing in with those, and you ah oh, block them block on one three. God. It's not going to die. What a card! Yeah. It's, it's one of those. I think if your opponent is playing that card, then it's not going to matter if they if it dies and they draw a card. They've constructed a pretty poor deck. <laughs> yeah. like, but look, look. Unless in, this in is like that one filler you need to make forty. <laughs> yeah. In its favor, you know, if you're playing beneath the sands and you're and you're trying to get all the mana sorted out to get your you, big bomber yeah. cards out. Feral Sometimes Prowler, you just need the last or turn six, and you can just chuck him under the bus. Yeah, Feral Prowler is going to keep you alive until you get there right uh god pharaoh's faithful is one white for a zero four whenever you cast a blue black or red spell you gain one life so this is a white card that requires a blue black or red spell to gain one life this is like a strict sideboard card only yeah, against I'm really aggressive yeah. uh, yaris you don't want that one you don't we, want that we, one. we can burn that one for you now if you want <clears throat> uh razaketh's right three and two blacks for he's, an uncommon I don't know, sorcery like, razaketh says some things and I, he's, I just not always don't right? agree. he's not always right he's not always right okay search your library for a card and put that card into your hand then shuffle your library and you can cycle it off for one black which this is again another good example of one of these great cycling cards it's going to activate your cycling matters stuff for one mana and then later in the game you just get to choose the best card in your deck and for get it five for five mana for five. Is that is it's that actually all right? Because this format is so slow, mm. you can just set up uh, stuff to gum up the ground and go. I'm going to pull the best card out of my deck next turn. Can you deal with that? Gosh, which is, feel which is kind of an interesting manner on that. And the fact that it's got cycling makes it worth playing because every time I talk to people about anything with tutor in the name, they're just like, no, don't bother. Yeah. Just make a better deck. Don't mm. don't play tutor just to find Whereas one card. This gives card. you the option. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, is that is that a that's not a high pick compared to some no, of the other no, ones, no. Amber <clears throat> is, is is the pick still. Chandra's so defeat. Uh, she's got massive feet. And I think she takes like about Chandra's, a size ten, which is quite large for a young girl. Chandra's defeat. They call her. They call that's her a nickname. Defeat is defeat. a uh, It's one red for an instant. Chandra's defeat deals five damage to target red creature or red planeswalker. If that permanent is a Chandra planeswalker, you may discard a card. If you do, draw a card. That was a really good sideboard card. It's like an A when it's a side when it comes out of the sideboard. When you're they playing go, red cards, they go Dicks. glory bring and you kill it for one mana, and you're like, yeah, cool, my turn. And you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that is good. Is this card going to hang around until like Rolls Eric comes back and be like, bam, yeah, kill Rolls Eric? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this can uh, kill Nickel Bolas for one mana. As well. Oh no, that's terrible. Oh hey guys, we've got a foil because um, oh, we have three cards left, and this is our third uncommon June Diviner two and a green for a two three creature Naga Cleric. And for another one, you can tap an untapped desert you control and gain one life. Uh, this is fine. I actually play it in my three, four-color green decks. It costs two mana for you to gain one life, but again, you're just trying to stall the game until you... Um, get to your good stuff. Until you get to your good stuff. Yeah. So a three mana, two, three is fine. It blocks early. Uh, it chumps late. Uh, and then if you can... If you have... 
two deserts and two other lands out, you can just be gaining two life a turn just off your lands. Mm. Yeah, um, I like it. I um, I won the the PPTQ draft with this in my deck. Okay, our rare is Dejuru with eyes open. Three and two Ugh. white for a 4-3 legendary Shit. creature, human warrior. He's got vigilance and a bunch of text that says, when Dejuru with eyes, with eyes open enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a Planeswalker card. Reveal it, put it into your hand, then it'll shuffle your library. If a source would deal damage to a Planeswalker you control, prevent one of that damage. If you already have a Planeswalker in your deck and you can support playing a three white white creature just to that's a four three vigilance which isn't even that good i'm pretty sure most of the cards in this mm. in this pack block <clears throat> it pretty well um then sure if it was a, if it's a th- in your deck if it was a three four with vigilance does that make it any better? yeah it's much better yeah. much better because you could it's tougher, actually a good right? blocker but a four three is a bad block like yeah, yeah you, it's just and the the prevent pre- preventing damage to your planeswalkers is just nothing. This is rubbish, rubbish. Game. Yeah, you can have a one-one total chump blocker stopping yeah. one damage just, to your planeswalker. This is just a flavor card, isn't it? It's yeah. just Jero, so you can pull Samot and be like, and oh, this is my fluff deck. deck. Like, yeah. yeah, you're right. Okay, our foil is a common. Oh, is it open was... fire? No, that's about the only one that would be better than ambuscade. Okay, it's Seer of the Last Tomorrow, two and a blue for a one-four <laughs> creature Naga cleric. It's blue, tap it, discard a card, target player, puts the top three cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. And yeah, it's this fo- is and great. This is, this is one of the best cards. <laughs> it's foil. <laughs> um, and it's foil. Just having, it's foil. You're just yeah. having gastrointestinal issues <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, so you actually yeah, love the card. This card's really good. I'm sorry. Sorry about my guess. Uh, no, this card's not very good. It's, um, you've got to discard cards to mill cards from the top of that deck. It's like the definition of not doing anything. <laughs> All right, board. so we're going with Ambuscade. Ambuscade, kill All right. your stuff in your ramp deck. At any time Jarrus in Vance the game. you win a cool Jeru with eyes open and a foil Seer of the Last Tomorrow for your blue mill deck. And, and that was um, Buster Booster, which sounds like what, Aaron? He's forgotten the theme tune, I think. Oh, oh, it's um. Oh. Give me some rope, bust a booster, give me the hole to run out of steam. There That's it. Well, okay, cool. It's funny. Forty k, age of sigma. By forty k, it's gonna go for forty seconds. All right, everybody. So we've finally seen the coming of the plague lord, Nurgle's Angel ah. of the oh, Dead uh, on Angel of Death Mortarian. Previously, the loyalist Primarch of the Death Guard has now come, uh, and he is this amazing pustulous angel model. It is fantastic, and at two hundred and eighty dollars, it better be gosh dang fantastic. Uh, it's come with a whole bunch of amazing stats as well. His gun, for instance, just shoots a straight line. You pick a target, and then you essentially it hits everything between that and that target. It just ploughs through the enemy. Uh, as well as his amazingly huge scythe just, like, essentially gives him an ability that is just roll dice for everything that's around him and, like, job done, everything dies. Can you see my amazing huge scythe from there or as much shirt cover it up? MTG card quiz, six, seven land hand, it's a real quiz. Welcome to Seven Land Hands MTG Card Quiz. Welcome to the Ixalan Jungle. Welcome to the Ixalan Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. We got buddy lands. <laughs> we got everything you want. Say, honey, we know them lands. We've got question one, which is a rascal. Question one. What? 
We know too much about this song. Hmm. How's this never come up? Okay, questions. Arazka, the city of gold, houses which mysterious artifact? It's question one. In Welcome to the Ixalan Jungle, we're going to learn a little bit about Ixalan today. Arazka, the city of gold, houses which mysterious artifact? It's good questions for Ixalan fiction fans. Question two. Ixa fans? Ixa fans. This is a four-point game, by the way. There's four quick-fire questions. After 40k of... You know what I'm saying. Mm. The dinosaur-riding warriors featured in Ixalan are part of the what empire? The dinosaur-riding warriors featured in Ixalan are part of the what empire? Aaron Graham with a confident... Quickly written answer there. Kai's looking something up on the internet. I'm sure he's not cheating. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing. I'm writing I'm my writing, answer. I'm writing my yeah. answer. Uh, question three. Mm. The Vampire Conquistadors are known as the Legion of what? We're going tribal here with these last three questions. Oh. The Vampire Conquistadors are known as the Legion of what? I got a good guess. Cheat, <laughs> cheat, cheaty glances going around the table. Um, if, I want, if I want my answers to get worse, yeah, don't look at hey. me. <laughs> this looks like it could be a tie one. A couple of guys here, heavy into the Ixalan fiction, might not have remembered it. Uh, and finally, the pirates. What is their motley crew known as? There are many motley crews. There's a whole bunch of different captains. Uh, no, well, okay, well, yeah, that's probably... There's an orc one, there's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Maybe want to think about this. There's, there's, a, there's probably a clue in what you've just said. So I've got question one about Arazka. Question two is the dinosaur riding warriors, what empire, vampire conquistadors, legion of what, and the pirates are known as what collectively... <clears throat> oh, I've done very badly in this one. I haven't actually been reading as much of the um, the fiction. Oh, yeah. I read the Jace story. Don't, I, Jace don't, is, Jace I don't blame you one bit. Jace is lost. He's on all of the Ixalan. Useless island! <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they're called Ixalans. Ixalans. Yeah, that's all the ones where... Useless Island? <laughs> it sounds like just Kevin like, Silvo and Hercules being yeah. like, disappointed! It always, and looking at him on all the lands as well, it's just like, I'll save this for later, but it's just like, it's one of those, he's like, where's my he's, memories? Not here. <laughs> not, here. Not, here. <laughs> uh, not in this mountain. Just, not in this jungle. Where have my memories gone? It's not like Jace just to sulk around the place, moping and being, being generally <laughs> that dull. Lost well, his memories. That's, been, that's been Chandra's game for a while, <laughs> moping. Question one. Kai, what have you got for Arazka, the city of gold? Houses which mysterious artifact? I, I've okay. So uh, I said originally I said divining dagger because it was a name I remembered, Dows, but that's dowsing. not. Oh, sorry, dowsing dagger. Um, but uh, I've changed it to like it's going to be like a sunstone idol or something like that. It's going to be something to do with the sun. Okay, mm. very odd. I've written theme. the 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 totem of Oz, Chaka. Really? Yep. Oh, oh, I'm tempted to give uh, Kai half a point here. Sure. I think I will to make it interesting because it's the immortal sun. Ah. Yeah. It's going to be a stone that shines or something. Yeah, it's the, the sun that never sets. Yeah. No, that's, that's what the totem of Oschaka is. Let's give him half a point because then it can okay. get really complicated if I lose. start making other fractions and weird stuff along the way. <clears throat> the dinosaur riding warriors featured in Ixalan are part of the what empire, Aaron? Have you heard the song? Walking on a dream by the band Empire of the Sun, the Sun Empire. 
Okay, Kai, what have you uh, got? I tried to be clever and I was like, I've seen some of them have got a name that's like Tekalatili or something like that. Like oh, riders to- Tokatli, of, yeah. Tokatli riders and things uh, like that. No, it's but the it's the Sun, Sun Empire. Empire. Yeah. Mm. But that's an exonym. What's the endonym? What do they call their empire? Oh. Um, yeah. The, like how oh, yeah. exonym is <laughs> yeah, Germany, yeah. endonym is Deutschland. Yeah. The, the Empire of the Sun also very um, new romantics in dress style, which uh, allows Jace to wear the off-the-shoulder uh, new romantics no, look. No, he's, he's hanging he's, out with pirates. Yeah, he's just ripped. He ripped it off to make a tourniquet for for someone. You know, no, it's, no. it's just pragmatic. In my no. head, it was like he made a tourniquet for his <laughs> mind <laughs> after Nicol Bolas blew his <laughs> all, brain up. All very tender. You just wait. There's going to be to- there's going to be cards come out, and it'll be like he'll have the flock of seagulls haircut, and you'll go, "Wow, David, tell me about this." It was it was coming. And have the little Adam and the ants on his yeah. cheek. Oh, and the white zinc. And I walked a planes walk right away. That's it. That's the hint. Gotta get away. It's all dun, 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 dun. The vampire conquistadors. I enjoy saying that word if you haven't picked up on it. Is that. it conquistadors? Yes. Conquistadors. Oh, yeah, conquistadors. Conquistadors. Con- I was That's even conquest. to say. Conquistadors. Conquistadors. Con- yeah, conquist- conquistadors. <laughs> they kissed doors. <laughs> like they must have really loved... Oh, no, don't. Doors. No, that, you know, the guy with the... Jim Jimmy. Morrison. Yeah, Jim Morrison. They must have loved... <laughs> Vampire conquistadors are known as the Legion of what? Uh, it's not the sun, by the way. Dusk. Uh, so I wrote night. It's dusk. Damn it. There's a whole bunch of them called like dusk bringer yeah, evangelists and stuff like that. Like, That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. I concede. Uh, I concede. Question four, going straight to you, Kai. And finally, the pirates. What is their motley crew known as? I've just been a bit generic and said renegades. I'm a bit lost. I've read something about the pirates and it's going to be such a body's blood rages or something like that. Assorted swashbucklers. Oh, I like it. But they're the Brazen Coalition. That's lame. It sounds like they're running for politics and they're from (laughs) Queensland. (laughs) Brazen Coalition. (laughs) Boom! Take that in Brisbane. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, that was uh, MTG Card Quiz. Six, seven, nine, hundred. It's a real quiz. I'm losing. Yeah, you are. One and a half to one. Exactly. You're up to speed. Yes, Maverin Fine, Dusk Apostle. What are we going to do? We're going to do something after this and we're back with Flavor Text to see how the scoring comes out. Ooh! It's uh, a bit of hot garbage if we've got... No, no, what we got? No, no, no. No, Topic Topic discussion. Spoilers! Woohoo! All right, Ixland spoilers right after this. Topic discussion. Topic discussion. Six, seven, men hand. It's a Captain Lannery storm. Yeah. Um, all right, well, we're going to go. Let's discuss some topics. You want? Okay, Kai's, Kai's laid this out for us. He said art, flavor, mechanics. Mm. So, uh, well, where are all the hot cards? We're not worried about doing hot cards. Art. Well, that'd be a mechanic thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Artwork. Art. Goodness me. Ixalan's really turned it up. Tour de force. Mm. I it haven't is. seen a single dodgy deviant art <laughs> yeah. heavy metal album cover yet. Is, Ke- is Kev Walker not allowed to do any <laughs> for this set? <laughs> um, it's, and they've also really gone uh, like. Feathery dinosaurs? Well, feathery Colors. dinosaurs, but but also the pirates and things are very old school magic. I don't know, it's very nostalgic yeah, to me. Yeah, there is, isn't it? Um, the dinosaurs are, are done in this great... They've been doing um, focuses on the art on the, on the website because of the spoiler leak and stuff. Um, and they're just really great paintings. Yeah. Like, they're really the fantastic. Pirates, the pirates art. aren't that sort of handsome kind of yeah. devilish renegade kind of you know Johnny mm. Deppy kind of they're thing. like the privateer kind of yeah, bulky sort of chubby warty yeah. drunk all the time mm. Jolly Roger mm. kind of deal which, they, yeah. which I quite like and um, there's not too much of the overly CG'd 
But to be fair, like I love Magali Villeneuve. Like that's that's very CG. Magali's awesome. And and um, I need to double check if it's a guy or girl. A woman. A woman has done some great ones. The thing I'm loving about the art for this is that the art really speaks to like what's in the picture so the vampires as the legion of dusk are like they're armored or there's like a mother and fine dusk apostle and that's a dark picture mm-hmm. like even though it's a white mana card like i feel like they're really embedding the ideas of the factions mm-hmm. in the art and then you look at uh, captain lannery storm who's like hey, hey, hold on to the hat or um uh revel in ri- <clears throat> uh, no not revel in riches spell oh, swindle oh. turn your magic into coins how about that yeah. wow counter spell revel in riches it's very much they're like woo treasure like oh, yeah. kind of thing it's you're just... dancing around my, my first pick is uh, sanguine sacrament I, mm. I just love the 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 stark black black and white with a huge streak of red in there it looks is always cool and the it remi- it's, reminds me of like you know like the the blood artist remember that oh, yeah i love that card just for the picture I and, played it. And the merfolk are mysterious because they are the kind of not so talked about fourth faction here, aren't they? Oh. Um, you know, operating in the background, I'm, guarding I'm their gold city. The I hope they don't have a big role to play. <laughs> uh, to be I'm honest, I'm, I'm excited. Faction, I'm excited for these merfolk compared to the Zendikari merfolk. With um, which are pretty lame. Yeah, which was just like, ah, you know, more random NPCs who live under the water this time. Yeah, and get screwed by the Eldrazi. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who've we got for fourth faction? We've got like pirates. The dinosaur riding people, vampires. the vampires, merfolk. And the merfolk. Yeah, so they, oh. they were going to do the warrior people who are the natives, but they kind of amalgamated them with the dinosaur tribe because they're like symbiotic, yeah. like oh, Imperial yeah. Lancer and stuff like that. Like, is 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 a per- obviously it's about the person who are on the back, but they're called human and they're knight apparently, mm-hmm. chevalier. Sunbirds so. invocation is a lovely looking thing with um. Like a bird that looks like it's on fire, sort of phoenix. That was a, an owl. That's a lovely. That's a lovely bit of artwork. Oh. I just really love the use of color with the dinosaurs as well. Like um, they've taken a lot of artistic license with um, the, the, le- the 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 not bird looking ones, which are like the four legged ones, the the quadruped kind of dinosaurs. They wouldn't have had feathers in like scientists don't think that, but they've really taken a a, a liberal kind of. Um, uh, dose of colour and added it to all these dinosaurs that maybe wouldn't have been as colourful because it just pops like it's re- yeah. they're really exciting and I think uh, it's art, and, art and it just really really adds to the contrast we've got the, uh, we've got the Dusk Legion mm-hmm. and the Merfolk are still pretty colourful but they're still in kind of in darkness, not muted yeah. but they are they're dark they're under the water they're in the shadows they yeah. are kind of watching events and the pirates are kind of you know, grubby and... and yeah, pirates! Yeah. Fire and cannons and stuff like that. All right, uh, disappointing calls. Uh, Dream Caller Siren. Unfortunately, this is by one of my hero guys. Uh, Eric Deschamps is coming with a... Oh, I'm not happy with Dream ah! Callers. Yeah, like a man... Ah! With, yeah. Sorry, well, sirens I... are supposed to be pretty disturbing, right? Yeah, oh, I suppose, out. yeah. The cool. lurking chupacabra. Yeah. We've got a chupacabra! Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm really upset they didn't give it the... Um, in subtype Chupacabra. Subtype Chupacabra, yeah. In, <laughs> when they did the Greek mythology block, they did a Lamassu, which is a goat-headed, eagle-bodied thing with lion paws or something. And they gave it the subtype Lamassu. And there's like two Lamassus in magic or something. They could have, we could have had creature type Chupacabra. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm going to take back my thing about Dream Caller Siren because I love Eric and, and I'm sure that will grow on me because of its weirdness. You're mm. right, the siren, it's got to be pretty disturbing. Ah. It's kind of, maybe it's yeah, just Yeah, it's disturbing. supposed to be a screeching like, Aah! Yeah. Like Ooh. Priest of the Awakening Sun. Man, that is, that is a one mana card, but that looks like a seven mana, like yeah. serious, you know, it burn like your Goku dudes. Goku doing a spirit bomb. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Aztec Goku spirit bomb. 
Same sort of colours in uh, Duskborn Sky Marcher, where it's just like a strong-looking, f- sunsetty, the world's on fire mm. kind of thing, and a mm. and a very glamorous-looking woman in the foreground. I love. Uh, this is what made me fall in love with Zend- the original Zendikar, which yeah. was that it was a plane of exploration and um, and adventure. Yeah, uh, you had all these uh, like um, trailblazer kind of people, like uh, Spigot, the pit, like. When they nail things into cliffs, oh, um, um, uh, <laughs> pin it's a uh, piton, p- p- pitons, yeah, like like swinging off cliffs and like doing all these yeah, daring the, the, the sky wranglers and, and stuff, yeah, yeah the, um, the hook masters and things, yeah. and it gave it this big sense of scope because they were tiny things on the landscape of Zendikar, and, and, Zen- was, and the, the landscape of Zendikar lived, it's, it's, you know, the shambling and, vents and, and, and stuff, moving around them, and you. They they wanted to capture the sense of this exploration um, coming to the new world, of South America, Mesoamerican kind of stuff, and in such in stuff like search for as as Canter, which transforms into um, one of the legendary lands. It's just like you get a real sense of scale and wonder, like Jurassic Park esque kind of. You come into a glade and there's like a dinosaur grazing mm. there. It's just like oh, it gives me gives me a nice little great flavor things. segue. So we talk about exploration and stuff like that. So we've we've all been reading some of the design documents and things like that about their kind of approach for it and that kind of thing. I must say. I really thought they were going to dodge the Conquistadors thing entirely. Yeah, it's not, that I, yeah. not that I think there's going to be people who are really vocal about this, because the vampires are quite overtly bad guys. Yeah, they are evil. here to steal all the magic, uh, eat everyone along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to say about them, though, as a flavor thing, is like, what a really interesting, like, 1% change, but uh, like... Fifty percent more interesting. Mm-hmm. Vampires with a religion that's all about abstaining, <laughs> f- abstaining from blood, like gives them visions and and yeah. stuff like that. Like, oh, that's so cool! What a cool thing! Like, yeah. oh. And I, I'm always kind of a little disappointed when they really nail the flavor on on sets. Like, like Kaladesh was pretty sketchy across the board, flavor wise. Um, but it's because it wasn't restricted. It was like, oh, it's inventors. They invent things. Yeah, and uh, yeah. we'll do a bit of a well, bizarre theme and we'll do a, like, India theme. There was kind fascinating of well. mecha- mechanisms, mechanisms in the world. Yeah. That was kind so of So it was more of a bottom-up set, like the mechanics, the energy, the vehicles, and all that kind of thing, yeah. invention. Uh, and then Armanket was like... Halfway, there was some evocative Egypt stuff, but then a lot of it was mechanical as well. But that this fell down because like... they were trying to wedge it into um, previous sets and stuff, wasn't it? That was sort of that was like uh, what Mike Rosewater was saying, talking yeah. about, where the new sets that were coming out, it was difficult to get them really flavorful because they had to put cards in there to balance out the set yep. that belonged yeah. to older doing sets. The, they were doing the measure and, fixing, yeah. yeah, and it just kind of so ruined the flavor. Half of Armanket, which is like a weird graveyard aggressive uh, gods and and monuments kind of set had all this random artifact hate in it because they screwed up with Kaladesh. This is why the core set's coming back. But if this is what it means that they can do these flavorful sets and then once a year we do a core set to fix standard, yeah. I am totally yeah, fine yeah. with that. This is like Perfect. a dream. I'm loving it. Because you moved on from art so far, I would like to say that um, I'm disappointed with Vraska's reappearance. He's, doesn't, she doesn't look as, as probably... I don't know, it's sort of scary. Like, the, the uh, you know, when we saw in Return of Ravnica, that card looked like it was... Yeah, I wanted to play that just because of the way it looked. Yeah, she's coming and, out of the shadows <clears throat> and you can just see her eyes, like, glinting out of it. But, yeah, but the, she's the, been the freed from is... the way Ravnica social politics, like, works mm. around the Gorgons and all that. that they live underground and mm. all the rest oh, of it. Oh, yeah, part of the Gorgon. The, the spoiler yeah. is a bad Golgar picture, though, by the way. So it's Yeah, it hasn't good. been fully... It hasn't been spoiled in all its glory yet, but it's, it's still, like, she doesn't look... Ominous. Really... Yeah, it's not like you play the... She looks, play. like, piratey. 
Pirate Vraska. That's so yeah. funny, though. Yeah. Um, Spell Pierce is a beautiful looking card as well. Before we just, mm, yeah, well, I think we've already moved on from art, but yeah, okay, I'll get I'll get off of that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, some really gorgeous art. In this yeah, thing. so I've and kind of uh, railroaded your uh, flavor checks. Uh, or flavor. So, oh, flavor, so yeah, well, flavor well, flavor is is always tied in a little bit to the art as well. Yeah. But I really like yeah that they've that they've done the conquistadors thing. Uh, Jace being a a castaway, and he's so he's one of these kind of uh, an explorer that's not on the bad side. So he's just kind of a neutral party in, in all of it. But I imagine he'll. Vraska just picked him up at the end of the story or something. I like think that. so. Yeah. Uh, and and she's, she's like, probably going to be like... a bit weird, Bellerin. <laughs> I'm sorry, who? <laughs> yeah, and, we know what's great. Just looking at the whole cards, and this is f- flavour and art combined. When, if you flick over the whole set, what we've got of the spoiler so far, the general colours and feel of the whole thing are consistent. Yeah, It yes. feels like it's... Uh, they all belong together. Yeah. It's not like there's yeah, those random card yeah. fixings. Oh, that's what the reprint of that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's what, oh, that's what the new Dispel looks like. All right. Yeah. Meat and veg of it all. Uh, mechanics and cool cards. What are we What are we doing? Oh, my goodness. So, th- everyone's <laughs> really excited for these. For Raid? <laughs> for Raid to come back. <laughs> uh, now, everyone's really excited for dinosaurs because they're just big, stumpy ridiculous kind of things you've got gish sath uh sun's avatar which is five red green white for a seven seven trample vigilance haste (laughs) and when it deals damage to a player you reveal that many cards from the top of your deck and you put all the dinosaurs into play it's just this really you put them all into play yeah so if you hit them for seven on an empty board you get all the dinosaurs from the top seven cards of your deck and put them onto the (laughs) battlefield it's just like has anything ever hit that hard That's in recent hard. memory? It's monstrous. <laughs> that is a huge, huge, huge card. And that is exciting. Like, imagine the first kid that goes, Sun's Avatar flips five dinosaurs from the top of his deck into play. Um, and then there's all this stuff to ramp these these cards out and stuff as well. It's I feel really, like there's really going to be... Exciting. It's too bad that there are not more dinosaurs, but, like, man, I feel like if there was... Well, if we, there was they've previewed less than half the set. Well, true, but, like, we... And this is uh, the bigger half of the block. I mean, like, oh, man, the, you, could, you could make some brutal dragon dinosaur commander decks. Like, yeah. imagine pulling that stuff out in commander. Yeah. I, forgot, I forgot what you said this guy's... It was only spoiled in... Um, what he's oh, I haven't been spoiled in English yet, but... They're speculating something like Sky Terror, Terror of the Sky. Oh, okay. so, Isn't yeah. that a dragon? It's not a dinosaur. No, it's a, it's a, a dinosaur. Well, oh, pterosaur and Archaeopteryx. Yeah, yeah. So, scientifically, pterodactyls and stuff aren't dinosaurs. Are you dinosaurs. telling me that, di- that dragons aren't real? <laughs> <laughs> dinosaurs are real. <laughs> Have um, I got but, news for you about merfolk? <laughs> but dinosaur, dinosaur nerds... Merfolk are definitely real. My dinosaur <laughs> nerd in me says that um, the dinosaurs yeah. in the sea, like plesiosaurs and ichthyosaurs and stuff, and pterodactyls in the air uh, they're not dinosaurs dinosaurs specifically ground lizards okay um so but they have just said everything is a dinosaur oh okay it just looks like a dragon though right yeah 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 Yeah. but it has feathers i guess yeah that's like your some of the some of the the dragons in uh dragons of tarkir those that era they have feathered feathered. ojitai is feathered yeah 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 Yeah, maybe ojitai's a dinosaur (sighs) ah cracked it yeah. We saw it coming. Uh, what else am I excited for in this set? Pirates. I'm actually really excited for the really aggressive uh, Pirates decks. There's lots of cool raid triggers. Uh, they all have cool what, evasive What's the raid? What's abilities. the raid mechanic then? So raid is returning if you did from... Damage? No, if you attacked with a creature uh-huh. this turn. So this is a return from the Mardu clan in Khans of Tarkir. 
Uh, raid is a very piratey kind of um, word, uh, f- uh, word flavor mm. thing as well. Yep. And it just gives you a reward if you attack with a creature this turn. So when we talked about this on the podcast before, it's giving you the incentive to play in your second main phase, which is you attack with a creature. Mm. How do you trigger your raid? You attack with it and then you play something afterwards in your second main phase. Uh, so this is uh, there's some really good ones like... Um, it's sort of like you've, you've raided the village and then with extra resources you're able to do more. Yeah, uh, w- one of the ones that I'm excited about is Ruin Raider. So this is two and a black for a 3-2 Orc Pirate. Raid, at the beginning of your end step, if you attacked with a creature this turn, reveal the top card of your library and put it in your hand, you lose life equal to its converted mana cost. So it's drawing you an extra card each turn at the mm. cost of some life. But this has always been a very powerful effect. And if a pirate deck's drawing two cards a turn and losing like two, three life because they're playing cheap pirates, this could be like a big centerpiece of it. Uh, so are there any cool cycles that um, have come out or, or any of the, the, the cycle of cards that have caught your eye? Uh, there are. There's the legendary creatures, mm-hmm. um, which are things like uh, Admiral Alpha. <laughs> Admiral Beckett Brass, who is the pirate lord, as they're called in, in Magic, where they give all pirates plus one, plus one. Uh, Admiral Beckett Brass is uh, one blue, black, red. So it's a Gr- Grixis colors for a 3-3. Three, three. Other pirates you control get plus one, plus one. He's a human pirate himself. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of your end step, uh, <laughs> gain control of target non-land permanent controlled by a player who was dealt damaged by three or more pirates this turn. So if you hit him with three pirates at the beginning of the end step, you can gain control of one of their non-land permanents. Okay. So you just got to hit him with three three pirates. Easy. Are we making pirate tokens in this? Yeah. Um, So there's a few things that make 2-2 pirate tokens with menace. So that's a good way to get a bunch of random small creatures. But then you're going to be hitting him, hitting whatever, a big dinosaur... Yep. With three guys, so three hitting pirates. with six damage, yeah. it survives, and you go, and then you I'll, steal and I'll be your best it. thing. Yep. <laughs> right. I, I'm liking that cycle as well because it's a great way, I think, to nod to all the tribal stuff. So it's poorly translated from Japanese, but there's a, like Vona Magan is maybe the best guess at that, mm-hmm. who's the vampire leader, and then you have Admiral Beckett Brass, Gishath Sun's Avatar, and Tishana Voice of Thunder, who are like the legendary creatures for each of the factions. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then you have like Whatley, but technically, like Whatley's actually with the dinosaurs. So that's the, one of the planeswalkers. Mm. It'll be interesting to see same... if, if she's planeswalker already or ignites during the story. Yeah, because she might not. Uh, so in the story of Ixalan, planeswalkers mm. can't leave Ixalan. They can only arrive there. Okay. So they, they have some a binding. It's described as being pulled back from a door you're about to step through <laughs> and being slammed like onto the ground. Yeah. Like... So Jace keeps trying to do it and he's like, <laughs> and then he slams Aww. on the ground. Poor Jace. So yeah. um, Whiteley's a planeswalker, but she can't leave. So she doesn't know she's a planeswalker. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe just like a... Yeah, priest with knowledge of the universe but just it never became mm. anything more than uh, that. she just really likes that feeling of being slammed down to the ground she's like wow no one else can do that <laughs> oh, oh wow really wake you up in the morning so Whatley warrior poet <laughs> three red white for a um, uh, legendary planeswalker Whatley yeah. uh, plus two is you gain life equal to the greatest power among creatures you control so you're going to gain like four life from your dinosaur her zero ability which we last saw on Gideon who yeah. made two two annoying ally <clears throat> tokens makes a 3-3 three, three green dinosaur creature token with trample nice a five oh, free things with trample yeah. Oh. Free, yeah free, so every single turn she's pooping out three, three, <laughs> a 3-3 three, three with trample this is a red white card that makes a green token I love that that's awesome um, and then uh, her negative X is really interesting she deals X damage divided as you choose among creatures 
those creatures can't block this turn. So you, if you have, say, 10 power of creatures on the board, you just play Huatli, minus one, three, one, one. Her, her counters, one, 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 those three creatures can't block, you just win the game on the spot. Yeah. Or she can come down and just make a 3-3 three, three every single turn. Then you make a 3-3, three, three, maybe one of your other dinosaurs, Regisaur Alpha, which gives all your dinosaurs haste, comes down, and then you use her minus X to finish them off to stop the things from blocking. It, she's actually really, really powerful. I'm, I'm really is, sad to is play Is this your, that. like, hot tip? Like, you I, know, if you if I'm opening... If I get a couple of these, don't flog them, buy the rest to make a play set, this could be a big, well, this could be a big card. I can't see it being played as a full four of because uh, if you look at all the other good dinosaurs, they all cost four, five, six mana. True, too So you can't have too many things that cost five in your deck, but she is very powerful by herself and uh, her best bud Regisaur Alpha this is three red green for a mm. four four other dinosaurs you control have haste cool that, that'd be pretty good right no when it comes into play it makes a three three dinosaur with trample so this is seven power of uh, power <laughs> yeah. and toughness for five mana and three of it is haste and treasure so you could be like bam 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 some cheap stuff oh, play that turn three turn God. four <laughs> God, and this this got to be a brutal set. Yeah. Got, so for you know for so we've got we've got used to playing zombies, playing zombies for quite a while. Is with these tribal um, three, four, four uh, tribal groups here, right? Mm-hmm. Is that a good um, analog to transfer from being a good zombie player? Is there like a clear avenue into just look at going and playing a new tribal set with like the the pirates or these dinosaurs and stuff because the same sort of mentality yeah uh, so is there is there a set that you feel like you can you could transfer over really easily to yeah it? like this is um th- this <clears throat> is an interesting one because this is the first time they've done a pure tribal set for a while. Mm. So, like, you notice the Zombies deck was actually split over two or three blocks. Yeah. Um, you've got the random stuff that gives all your... Um... <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I was like, man, I've got to buy four Register Alpha. I just convinced myself how amazing it is. $14 each oh, mm. for a rare. Oh. Um, so this is a full tribal set, which means that they're going to be supporting all, of, all four tribes equally yeah. with a lot of power. So yeah. you know how there was a... big. F- there fight was, fest right it's just yeah. like when you punch out there's like so yeah because in the past we've had like minotaurs have always been around uh, we had slivers pop in there yeah. for a bit again uh, but, but this now is the it's first like time there's like there will be a, there will be a vampire's deck there will be a dinosaur's deck there will yeah. be a pirate's deck there will be a merfolk deck as well um with the dinosaurs one it seems to be like rather than giving all your um, dinosaurs plus one plus one or plus three plus three. That like registrar gives them haste, yeah. but you're not playing it for that. You're playing it for the, the power and toughness, right? Well, you, you'll take the haste, but well, uh, well, a lot of them are big. So if, if he's coming in on turn five, everything yeah. else from then on you get to hit with straight away is pretty yeah, big. Like Carnage Tyrant, that six mana seven six that can't be counted. Mm. Uh, if that has haste as well, that's pretty like yeah. it's, you're hitting for uh, doesn't give you much chance to react. damage on turn six. Yeah, uh, just off two cards. Yeah. It's, oh, it's crazy. <clears throat> um, the, the easiest one that I am seeing to jump into uh, is pirates because there are lots of pirates that already tend to themselves by making more pirates. And then if you yeah. play blue black or blue black red, uh, and or maybe things like metallic mimic. Which is a card from Aether Revolt. Yeah. I saw that with the Merfolk. There's a Merfolk that yeah. gives bonuses to other things. You declare a type. 
Yep. Something like that. And people are like, oh, play a couple of those. Play four play metallic, metallic mimics. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just like synergizing. Oh, they all get plus six. It's, it's like, weird. I've got right into those cards that make... Like with zombies, I love the idea of making more zombies. You know, like... Uh, yeah, we saw your Colossus. video of smashing a, yeah. a person on, <laughs> on Magic Jewels for like 107 yeah. or something. Yeah. And it was... it was it's, But I like that. But yeah, like, it never appealed to me when it was humans. So it's, I guess the same thing is going to happen. If I can make zombies, right? hordes of pirates, it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. If I can make lots of baby dinosaurs, three, three trampling dinosaurs, cool. Cool. And maybe it wasn't there for humans. But if humans. it's just one, one human tokens, you're like, nah, nah don't worry about it. Or what was it like two, two knight tokens? Nah, that's yeah. not exciting. Knights? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, that, Huatli, I'm much more excited for than Vraska, which is four black green. Uh, so like a six mana planeswalker, you plus two uh, to. Um, Create a two-two black pirate creature token with metal. Like that. Like compare that to Whiteley, who uh, I'm just going to say Whiteley, um, who make who is zero to make a three-three with trample. Vraska is six mana, comes in with six loyalty, sure, and mm. you plus two, so she goes up to eight. So she's got a big, like she's defending herself very well. Plus two to make a two-two with menace. Like she, she's not protecting Vraska very well. The the pirate. A minus three is you destroy target creature, artifact, or enchantment and make a treasure. But then she's on three loyalty. She's just yeah. dead on the back. And, and the mm. ulti is neg ten. And that's just to reduce your opponent's uh, life, life total to one. To one. Um, which combos, like the shtick with it is that you have a tutor with menace, which is hard to block, so you reduce them to one, yeah. hit them with the pirate once. But that means you had Vraska out for three turns in a row. So it's you, turn ten. So it's turn ten, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you've, a- you've made a two-two with menace. Vraska survived. They haven't interacted with it at all. You go, ha! Make your life total zero. Attack you with this menace guy. Like, what were they doing in those three turns? Like, mm. this—it's just Whatley. Like, you can <clears throat> see how it tends to an aggressive game plan, apart from the game life thing. But make a three-three. Make a three-three minus three. Make all you guys can't block. But Makes sense, right? But Vraska's like it doesn't make. Much but a lot sense. of these cards seem to be reading to me as in. Turn five through to eight is when everything's going to be happening. Mm-hmm. So that's you know because there's there's no point in having them in the set design have all of these cards that are going to be working on turn seven or eight or nine mm. if if we're never ever going to see it because one tribe can have it done by turn three or four. That's a little what I'm worried so, about is that everyone wants to make a cool dinosaurs deck or a really grindy yeah. life gain life drain <clears throat> vampires deck and the pirate deck is just like smash on smash them out. Yeah. Which is my first plan for a deck in the format, which is... <laughs> you got to mo- play to win, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, mono so. blue, pirate flyers. Oh, you really? just go... Pirate uh, flyers. Turn one, the siren I got pirate. A pirate. I got a pirate flyer the other day. It came with a whole bunch of stuff about real estate in the letterbox. <laughs> about don't stop downloading, get Netflix. Yes. Yeah. That's about real estate. It's going to be like, yo, get off your property so I can sell it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But mono, yeah this, mono blue. This, this mono blue deck, so you play... A pirate on turn one, a pirate with raid on turn two, or skyship plunderer, which which is a pirate from Aether Revolt, yeah. the one yeah. of the, one of the only two pirates in the set, which adds counters to things. And then you have Jace, who is the other planeswalker in the set, no. who you can increase the the tokens on him with skyship plunderer, get his ultimate on turn four. I'm not going to play. About I'm going to continue no, in my trend of not Jace. playing Magic with you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, I'm Make not two Jace. I'm, I'm wondering clones. if we're seeing a bit of a, uh, a preview that because Dominaria is what Dominaria was, 
mm-hmm. or Dominaria will be what Dominaria was in yeah. a way. <laughs> yeah. uh, despite, I, I mean, whatever they're going to do, unless we're going to turn up and Raul Zarek's going to be the main bad guy and we're going to see yeah, the, the advent. Maybe, maybe Ixalan is kind of like a break from the Nicol Bolas plot and then we're going to be back on the Nicol I, Bolas I, plot. I, I actually think that's what it is. Um, yeah. That kind of thing. Oh, yeah, um, what happened to him? Yeah. Uh, you know, something's going to go down in Ozchaka, the golden sunken city that's going to un... It's going to un... It's going to like break the no planes walking allowed seal because yep. there's no way they're going to lock Jace up in some place forever. No, uh, Jace just dies at the end of the yeah, story. Yeah, drowns. Drowns. Trips over, hits his head on a rock in the jungle, gets yeah. septic, shot, goes. It's, it's him that's walking away. the plank. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, dead he's now. dead. Anyway, he's um, dead. I'm wondering if this is... Because uh, you're talking about so much stuff that's kind of turn five and later, mm-hmm. uh, apart from pirates being really... Maybe maybe this is, in a way, kind of the warm-up for Dominaria being slower, like Kaladesh will rotate out and the, and the, the meta is going to slow but down. Kaladesh and Dominaria are always going to be in the same s- standard together. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no. No, sorry, they're not. Yeah, because yeah, right. then it'll yeah, be, yeah, yeah, be Amonkhet, right. Ixalan, in, in Dominaria. October, that's right. No, Amonkhet won't... Oh, sorry, st- a corset and then Dominaria. Uh, or one or the other. One it's, or the other. <laughs> no, it's when the rotation happens in October after... So an unannounced set yep. will knock Armanket and Ixalan out. And then it'll be Dominaria, corset. Oh, okay. th- oh, no. Oh, my God. What am I thinking? We'll be back no. right after this <laughs> mind freeze. In the meantime, I'd like to point out the most Australian card ever to have been designed for a magic set. It's called... Sleek schooner. It's a crew one, four, three for a boat schooner. Artifact vehicle. They should start giving them types. All your boats get plus one, plus one. Oh. Artifact vehicle, boat, boat nah, vehicle. Too, 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 too much. Yeah. Sleek Even schooner, if that had like that's an one island of those dodgy um, drink sizes yeah. that, used, that Australian pubs used to have before yeah. they discovered that pints you know were when, being yeah, invented. Yeah, when you go to some swanky ago. bar and they go 12 bucks for your drink and you grab it and you're like, this isn't a pint. You've just charged me $12 for a, for a schooner. Yes. And they're like, that's what it said in the menu. I was like, you, you tricked me. You tricked me into buying a schooner. And yeah. in, re- in a really sleek fashion. In a sleek way. And he goes, that was a sleek schooner. That was a sleek schooner. I'll that be hence. like, oi! <laughs> Magic player. Oh, oh, oh. And then he pulls out from under the bar and goes, yeah, can, is you Aaron Graham? Can you check my deck? And I've got this, <laughs> my sleek schooner deck. It is a deck. vehicle. Maybe it'll go on the Mardu vehicles deck. <laughs> All right. What, what, what's, uh, what's before we move in? on, we've got to talk about the transforming into a land. Oh, yeah. That so, is so cool. So I, was about cool. To, I was about to say, lands. And so, the art is flippin' sweet. Yeah, they... Um, no more ugly invitations. They were plant... Well, do you know where they came from? They were going to be the masterpiece cycle. The masterpieces, yeah. So have we introduced this properly? What are we talking about? You know how they were doing the masterpieces and all that? We're going to do every set to get people excited. Yeah. Strangely enough, diminishing returns when you print a crazy expensive card. They were actually running out of things to make masterpieces. So Mm. as we saw from the invocations, which were just like things to do with destruction. Just make them beautiful and it would have been good. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, On on this, I think they would have done maybe another land cycle or or locations or something. Um, But instead they ended up canning the masterpiece set. But they did use the frame and cool artwork for these legendary enchantments which transform into a land. So one of them is Legion's Landing. This is actually the one that was spoiled most recently. This is White Manor for Legion's Landing. Legendary. How can you tell these on the, uh, on the spoiler set? Uh, you, you click on them and they show you the other side. <laughs> How do you find them? Legion's Landing. They, in the top left, they have the, um, the enchantment uh, or, or like... A, no, it's a compass rose. A compass rose. 
Come for source. Okay. Uh, so, so this is Legion's Landing. White mana for oh. when Legion's Landing enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 white vampire creature token with lifelink. That's pretty good for one mana. It's like mm. a sacred cat. Then it has a trigger. When you attack with three or more creatures, transform Legion's Landing. Oh, and, Ooh, yeah. and this will be a thing that we see quite oh, often. Yeah, yeah. Um, it transforms into a land. So it transforms into Adanto, the first fort, which is mm. such a sweet like flavor thing. It's the first landing of the Conquistadors is the first fort that they make on, on the shore. Adanto, the first fort, is a legendary land. It taps to add white to your mana pool, and you can pay two and a white and tap it to create a 1-1 white vampire creature token with lifelink. So this is very strong. A, a one-mana thing that creates a body, then it just triggers when you have three attacks, and then it turns into, like, infinite chump blockers for the rest of the game. Mm, very, very, very nice. Mm. And you'll see a recurring theme, which is that all the lands that they transform into are iconic lands or uh, effects from Magic's past. So one of them transforms into a Black Lotus land, which taps to add three mana to your mana pool. One of them is Gaia's Cradle. So oh, that's the Arguel's Bloodfast becomes the Temple of the Night Bat or something. Uh, yeah, that? the one yeah. that you sacrifice creatures and you gain life equal to their toughness. Yep. Um, Gaia's Cradle, which is like a historically very expensive, powerful card, taps for green for each creature you control. So oh. it just gets, gets out of hand really, really quickly, and it doesn't take too much to, to trigger them. So God. these are really exciting. Goddamn and- green decks. <laughs> As the, the best green deck joke I ever heard was like, God knows what they need all that mana for, but when, win con- when they draw their win condition, they are certainly going to be able to play it. They're certainly going to be able to play it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot um, of fun in that. There is one more, uh, which, which is one of my uh, favorite spoilers so far. This is called Conqueror's Galleon. Um, this is four mana for a 210 vehicle. Uh, and when it attacks, uh, it has crew four. When it attacks, Yeesh. you exile it at the end of combat. Then you return it to the battlefield transform. So this is like the big galleon that they came to the new world with. And then it transforms into a land called Conqueror's Foothold. And it's the ship that they've turned into a fort on the shore. And it has four different abilities when it is this land, it taps to add Colossi Manipal. You can pay two and tap it to draw, then discard a card. You can pay four and tap it to draw a card. Or you can pay six and tap it to return a card from your graveyard to your hand. So this is just kind of everything Swiss you Army need. Knife. Yeah, but it needs to be in a weird creature deck where you crew a 210 vehicle for four. It needs to survive <laughs> until the end of combat. Then it turns into your cool Yeah, but fortress. you might be playing it with Legion's Landing and then, like, you know, you've got oh, some you random vampires around it down. Yeah. You know, power it up. There's, I think there's a couple other vampire cards that generate another vampire or allow you mm. to make an extra dude. It's going to be pretty easy to, to, to crew this and then it turns into your win condition. You're just drawing extra oh, Vampires are going to beat the crap out of I mean, dragons are going to... Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are going to beat the crap out of this, yeah. this boat, though. <laughs> it's and, a 210. I mean, which is weird okay. because they're the guys who can swim out with their little <laughs> tiny arms. Arms and then eat the crap out of the galleon. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's one of those one dinosaur is going to like headbutt the gate, and one of the conquistadors is going to be like, uh, "Is someone knocking at the gate? Better open it. Better open it just to check." <laughs> no, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> uh, the top comment on this one is: "Strap in, my dinosaurs are driving a boat." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Named it. All right. Um, is there any other anything else? So those, those ones were going to be the masterpieces, were they? Shiny and bright. Those they got weird art. Spread out. They're not going to be foiled. No, they were going to be. They were so. going to be what All the right. masterpieces looked like. Oh, so foils, like an ancient, be. so an old that, school treasure that map. That there thing. is, was it Conquistador's Galleon? Conqueror's Foothold oh, and Con- Conqueror's Galleon, yeah. yeah These are going to be so beautiful. good. They're going to be They're beautiful foils. so good in foil. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the purple? Yeah. Purple in foil, oh. man. 
Have we got anything else in the set that we I'm want to talk about? I have not been this excited for a set in it's, yeah, it's in well a long exciting. Time. I am I have not been this excited since Oath of the Gatewatch, and that was when I started playing. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> from here we're basically going into pre release in Yeah, it's next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah. And then and then we'll be back shortly after that with a full rundown of, of what's been going on. Mm-hmm. What's maybe, going on? Maybe Zoe will be here. Maybe. She'll be back. I don't know. Yeah, will she be playing? Will she have knowledge? Yeah, will she, she will. She'll will be she have stories to tell? To... Oh, will we just get her on the podcast and she'll tell us all about you know what France or whatever? Yeah, or whatever. You know, the, you'll find that the, uh, the the chicken in France is much better prepared than it is <laughs> in uh, wherever. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Good. Anyway. All right. Yeah. All right. What about well, the magic? You, can, you guys can make a low, a low jokes. Excitingly, <laughs> the scores are Aaron one, Kai one and a half. After this, we decide who's going to take it out with flavor text from who. <laughs> Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. All right. Flavor text. End of an hour. Or end of the hour. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. End of the hour. <clears throat> um, <laughs> flavor text. Number one. You ready now? With the Hekmar breached and its protection removed, the deserts swept in. Ooh. Flavor text number one, from Hour of Devastation, this is end of the hour. With Hekmar breached and its protection removed, the deserts swept in. Oh, no. <laughs> Aaron's under pressure. He's Why is it, why can't there be a card called Breach of the Hekmar? Mm. Because I would, put it, in, protection I would put it in flavor text. Mm. It says, wow, Jace, you're a real Jacey Jace, Jace Jace. Have you got, uh, well, it wouldn't be on the Jace card. It wouldn't, would it? No. no. Oh, he does talk about himself a lot. <laughs> yeah. He's talking to one of his illusions. Fla- Bob Dole. It's like that Bob Dole, Bob Dole, don't like Bob Dole, Bob Speaking Dole. in third person, stupid Jace. <laughs> stupid Jace. Flavor text number two. Uh, the gods of the trials also faced the opportunity to prove themselves worthy. The gods of the trials also faced the opportunity to prove themselves worthy. Hmm. Oh, it's, yeah. He's asking questions about all the hours cards. Is this a team event, Kai? <laughs> no, but we're playing the metagame on. This is what oh, we need to do. Oh, yeah, you've helped me. Oh, you <laughs> <idiot>. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> the gods of the trials also face the opportunity to prove themselves worthy. Mm-hmm. And flow text number three, to serve as an eternal is the afterlife granted to the worthy. <laughs> to serve as an eternal is the afterlife granted I'm to the worst though because Kai gave him to, he has the same clue and he's half a point up on me yeah I'm gonna lose stupid Jace stupid, stupid Kai stupid Jace useless stupid, island stupid Aaron it's useless stupid. island <laughs> alright there uh, there's three of them I really like having four because it gives us a chance to go are we doing number four no there is no four oh, there's, no four. there's three all right, Kai, since you might be onto something, uh, we've got, with the Hekma breached and its protection removed, the desert swept in. What have you got? Hour of Revelation. Aaron? Hour of Promise. The hour answer is Hour of yes! Promise! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, oh, it's going to happen. Uh, Aaron is yeah, on. Yeah, it's going to happen. Aaron's going to continue that. to beat me. Uh, <laughs> it makes uh, sense on that card, though, because it's like... The gate's open. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I looked at it before we started. Number two, the gods of the trials also face the opportunity to prove themselves worthy. Uh, Aaron, what have you got? Hour of glory. Hour of triumph. (laughs) Hour of glory. Yay! Ah. I win. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> it's um, it's Ronus getting uh, his shit kicked in by, yeah. um, <laughs> scorpion, by the scorpion god. god. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> My, I love the look at his face. He's like, <laughs> it is too. Oh no, uh, it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> and uh, the number three, Kai, uh, to serve as an eternal is the afterlife granted to the worthy. Oh, um, I like I wrote like hour of defeat, like it was going to be one of those weird ones. That's like, but uh, the, the opposite thing. But it's it's I don't know hour of one of the other three that we haven't mentioned. <laughs> yeah. One of them's devastation. I'll it's give not that one. I'll no. give you credit. That's got a picture of Nicol Bolas on it. I'll so. give you credit. You have had the two two words out of the three correct in every single card. Hour of yeah. Hour Just, of eternity. It's Hour of Eternity. Uh, of course yeah. it would be that. Woo. Aaron's nailed it. He's got uh, four. It ends four to 1.5. It's a good show. Well, yeah. without your help, we wouldn't have done it. So you won it really. Yeah. Morally. Yeah, and, th- and there's a picture. <laughs> Ron is like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That was flat. That was I used to be text. the strongest god. Hard garbage. Uh, Kai, Gra- Kai Graham. Uh, what is uh, your hard garbage? Uh, is that when we're like stitched together, like Siamese? Yeah. Time? Well, you've got both got the same opinion. Okay, excellent. Uh, all good, actually. No yeah. hot garbage. No hot garbage. Hot value. Uh, Ar- no, Aaron, cold valuable. Aaron Griffiths. Cold good. Yeah, cold valuable. The opposite of hot garbage. I didn't understand any of that, but I think the net outcome is excellent. Good. <laughs> Lovely jungles. Oh, was a pirate. My goodness. Ah! So I can hear still the same music that I heard on Kaladesh, on Aether Revolt Land, uh, the Eldritch Moon, underneath the Eldritch Moon, under Innistrad. Okay, you'd really think that the bloody music would be around here with this music. It can't be his thing. What's that? What's that? There's a sign over here. It said, uh, oh no, Desmond Bell scared him off. Oh, well, that was Aaron Graham's premonitions. Would you like to my, would you like to come to my house with some neats and twos? Is that sex? No, it's neats and twos. Neats and twos. Yeah, um, Victorian era neats and twoos. There, That's what to they kick used it to call it. <clears throat> yeah, they'd get an, you know, evening neats and twos, like the evening paper, morning one, <laughs> yeah, evening the one. Evening neats and twos. <laughs> yeah, you get, get um, a bit of morning neats and twoos if you're lucky. Oh. <laughs> no, I've got to go. I've got to go off down the coal mine. I've already lost one of my legs in an accident. Ah, <laughs> uh, you still got all the right gear for a bit of neats and twos at the Ooh. right time. Um, have you got any neats and twos for us, uh, Kai? Uh, we're going to have a forty k tournament soon. So Ooh, I'm kind of where's we where's who where's, uh, good where's games it? good games in Kangton we're going to have our first uh, series Warhammer 40k uh, tournament I'm doing my best to convince certain people not to play like really uh, cheesy like face smashing armies oh yeah uh, we, fun. we like to we want to play we want to have a good game we want to have a competition not like that's why we call good games exactly not so cheesy games yeah uh, but uh, uh, we haven't we haven't picked an exact store. we haven't <laughs> <laughs> so cheesy <laughs> games you can get lots of things they just sell mousetrap they only sell mousetrap. <laughs> With actual cheese, um, but uh, and the viniculture expansion in which you're so for everyone, yes. everyone that's just tuned in and listened to forty seconds of forty k with forty kai, and now has got to this neats and twos bit. I think this your show's just about done. Is it, there we go, done, finished. But big, big news. Goodbye. There. All that, all that shit that Kai said earlier on, and there's going to be a, a tournament, at, a, a magic tournament at Cannington. Yeah, we've learnt a lot. <clears throat> Aaron, neats and twos. Uh, what have you got the Good Game Store Championship? Oh yeah. Uh, which will lead into the uh, good That's game state done. championship, which yeah. will, which will be held at the beginning of October. Which the winner of 
the state championship will get flown to PAX to to play in the Good Games Magic Championship. Mind final. blowing if you live in Indianapolis and Amazing. you're on your way. Yeah, to... I, I saw a picture of the guy who won the, oh, the tournament, really? and he's getting flown to Melbourne was he to s- to play at PAX. Was he very smiling? Stoked. He was very. Very, very freaking happy about that. I reckon that. Yeah. he would be. He would be. Wow. Um, that's good, yeah, so Good cool. Games first American champion. We had our store champion, Louis Tolonen. Mm. Well yeah. done, Louis. Well, well, uh, that's, that's a good Finnish name, Tolonen. Louis Tolonen. Mm. He just flew out to Nationals as well, where he um, where he put up a pretty good record as well. But he won our store championships. So Solid. Him and the rest of the top four will be representing Good Games Cannington, Woo! who will be hosting the first Good Games State Championship. And which they'll will be have the four people coming from Four Rockingham, people from each store, yeah. And four people coming from Joondalup. Yep. And then we'll be playing off in a big 12-person, well, big, small, 12-person yep. tournament. Very intense. Some of the best players in the state. They're intense? Very exciting. No, it'll be indoors. Yeah, okay. Uh, and, um... Yeah, and are then we allowed to, are we allowed to talk about the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Well, you do it. You do oh, it. yeah. Well, okay. So all these people, I don't know if Kai knows, all these people are going to go fly over to PAX, where uh, they're going to have a big national playoff, and the people from America. They're going to be live streaming it. Live streaming it. Mm. Twitch. And when there's a, and when there's a live stream, you might need someone to talk over the top. Oh yeah. Hello, Aaron Graham. Here we are at the Good Games Magic Championship. We're about to start. Yeah, it's me, Aaron Graham. <laughs> um, uh, I've forgotten your name, but I, I'm glad to be here. David Wildsmith. I'm, I'm David Wildsmith. I'm one of your commentators. And I'm Aaron Graham, and I'm also one of your commentators. Yeah, yeah it'll be good. like that. That's it'll be awesome. Just like that for three hours. Yeah, or maybe or more. Ten hours. Just two days. How are you going to keep that up for two days? <laughs> oh, I feel like by, by two and a half hours in, David's going to be like, oh, I can see that he's played... Uh, what's, a, what's a good card? What's a good card that's definitely yeah. going to get played? Oh, okay, so he's gonna, oh. I can see that he's played Tecatli Onagard. <laughs> Tell you what, the art on that card, kind of phoning it in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be like a cricket game where they just start talking about other stuff. Yeah. The weather has a bit day, windy today. In my day, I would tap with my right hand switching in an anti-clockwise direction. I always tap with my left hand going in a clockwise in a direction. direction. It's, it's got to be careful. It's got to be careful flicking his cards that much. You might get a judge call for distraction. <laughs> yeah. mm, I think. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be doing. We're going to be speaking like this the whole weekend. Yes, it's going to be. <laughs> You're going to do it like the, the snooker have... commentators on <laughs> Mitchell and Webb. That's a bad miss. <laughs> 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 Depends if there's a soundproof booth or not. You know, if it's, uh, why do they have to whisper and you know in snooker it's like. Oh, it's because they could hear him? Yeah, like, maybe, yeah. Maybe just imagine if it's point. not a soundproof booth. Because one of you are going to be just going to be like, oh my God, he's drawn Amazon. And the guy on the field's going to be like, oh, he's got Amazon. No, yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Handheld Mike standing right behind him going, oh, well, he's got, what has he got? He's got What's he drawn? Oh my God, seven land hand. That's a coincidence. What do you That's what, crazy. What's your guy got, Aaron? <laughs> I'm Mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a, oh, he's not going to Mulligan that. Oh, bad, yeah, bad we choice. We got outside. Joking, good games. We're no. going to do a fantastic, very professional job. We're we're the joke, like the the joke is that you know not to do. Yeah. We'll be wearing ties, and we're going to get our uh, seven line hand blazers uh, fit, measured and fitted. Uh, I'm do we sure. Get them from the same place we get these. Yeah, I'm sure. They, I'm well, sure they will. By that, I meant these. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Seven line hand blazers. Well, that's, we're very excited about that. Yeah, <laughs> we're filled. What, like five minutes of, of talking about it. No, it'll be really good. Mm. Hey, if you're over in Melbourne or if you're at PAX, come and say hello. Welcome to the first annual Good Game Money We'll have our own hotel room and we'll be full of, of booze and... Um, what you're going to say? No, yeah. Full what? of beans? Full of... Oh, like, it'll be very farty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> full of methane. Oh, my goodness. What if methane? the mics are really good when you're commentating and one of you is just like, you know, you're kind of just like, in your head, you're like, oh, Aaron's, Aaron's talking about mythics. So I'm just going to sneak this one out. <laughs> and then, like, and it totally is a proper, like... Yeah, like a proper, like... There's a video of us and David's just like... 
<laughs> trying to lean over, just make it look like I'm looking at someone's car. Hey. <laughs> Basically, oh, you're gonna yeah, try and sneak one out, that. or it's like you know we're gonna suddenly find out that Aaron is a really loud sneezer or something, and there's gonna be so many people sitting at home with their headphones on, like guys, mates in Indianapolis, his mum and dad, you know, tuning <laughs> in, tune. and their heads are just gonna explode because Adam's like, ah, ah! Oh. like, <laughs> yeah, we've got... uh, we peaked, yeah, we've, peaked. <laughs> we've definitely peaked. Sorry, everybody, um... <laughs> do apologise. Yeah, but we'll, we'll be good. We've been doing this for a little while. Yeah. Any dead spots, you know, we've got, we've got the gear. We should, um, we should do some, some premonitions. Oh, and, um, like a couple of podcasts or something. Oh, I should... Nah, um, like, but commentating a game in play. Yeah, 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 we, we will. No, we, we could, will. You know, we could... Yeah, we could do that. Oh, let's just get... We, we could just get people to play, play like kitchen just table. Get, we should do it for the no, outro. It's good it seriously. No, no, but <laughs> it's good, good practice. Number one, yeah. shuffle it up. He'll draw his opening hand and we'll commentate how he plays. Okay. okay. And I'm, I'll draw it so you guys can all see my opening hand. I've seen, so. uh, don't forget that you can... I've seen Kai's um, deck list and I'm pretty sure that uh, he hasn't put enough land into this, <laughs> into this uh, deck. What are you talking about? 40 lands, perfect number. Should we do this as the outro and then we give the yeah. spiel? Yeah, yeah. All right, um, we'll go for it then, yeah. Yeah, uh, you can win a Hyper Magic Nerd badge, a Hot Gar badge... An advertising tool badge or a charging badger badge. That's the garbage. They're oh, rubbish. we give away so many badges at the at, at yeah, packs. Yeah, oh, definitely will. Come, um, come and grab one. It's going to be great. Uh, just for leaving a comment on the Facebook post, if we read out a great question or we get some good stuff that we read out and need some toys, we'll send yeah, the badge like, your way. Uh, like Jarrah should uh, let us know when we contact him uh, which yep. badge he wants. We'll throw mm. one in with the, uh, with with the, the booster. booster. Sure we will. Uh, you can also win Takaido this month by leaving a comment on the post for episode 101. Yeah, it's currently will. pinned to the top of the Seven Land Hand Facebook page. You can also get 10% off a, a copy of Takaido by going into your local Good Games and giving the password, which is... This and a side of tofu. The, with a, this with a cap- September. With a capital T. This, this and, and a side, side of, of tofu. Tofu. Yeah. Uh, and also, <clears throat> we'll be back in a fortnight with our review of Unearth, apparently. Even though Matt and I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. We've got a lot of studying it to do. It might be in a... Let's not talk about that. Yeah. It's so unearthed, Matt and I have Oh, it says that there. It says so unearthed, Matt and I haven't seen it yet. It's buried. It's so... Un- oh, yeah. yeah. It's so unearthed. Oh, no, it's so earthed. Oh, oh I What's the opposite know. of unearthed? Like I said, there wasn't a lot of um, effort went into the script for this <laughs> podcast. All right, so... Um, here right. we are at the Good Games Magic Championship. Welcome back to the uh, Good Games Proxy. Magic Championship 2017. We've mm. got Kai Griffiths here in the final. Uh, he's drawn oh, he's a foil. his foil Seer of the Last Tomorrow, mm. which is an odd choice in his 12-card deck. <laughs> um, also got a puncturing blow. Hopefully mm. he draws a few more lands. He'll enjoy killing people with that puncturing blow. Uh, he's drawn a white card. Ooh, it's a three-color deck. Blue, yeah. uh, to go along with his blue and his red cards. Do you, in play, his do you see a lot of three-color decks going you on? You don't his, really. He's, 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 drawn, oh, a, he's, he's drawn, drawn a token. token. <laughs> Proven combatant. Uh, do we do we need to let the judges that he's drawn a token in his? Uh, he's drawn a black card now, so he's drawn every color of land and a token. Mm. Every color of how do you how do you cast the token man? from your hand? He's drawn a green card now. Um, What's I, don't, the strategy I think you just put the token into play. You just do. No, you just, okay. So it doesn't cost you anything. Zero mana. He's drawn another green card. So this is the first mm, one. Ambuscade. Uh, ambuscade. So that's good. So he's drawn. Um, so so his hand is uh, six non lands and a token. Hmm. He's going to find it hard to get going, isn't he? I'd, uh, you know what? I'd keep this. It's, <laughs> it's a bold. It's a bold strategy. Yeah. Yeah. But at least one of the cards in his deck is going to be a land because I think he's just shuffled the booster pack together. Oh yes. And that, if he such a rookie mistake. Yeah. Such a rookie mistake. But he might draw. 
a land <laughs> somewhere in the next few turns. Well, I know he's drawn three really cards go, at the top of his really deck. He still hasn't got a land. Going. No, it's just no. nothing. Oh, he's it's not. just discard the ambuscade. Oh, he's drawn a, a, a desert. desert of the Fervent, yeah. which is uh, producing red, so he won't be able to cast any of the cards in his hand. He's, uh, he's been disqualified for having a token in his deck and playing with a shuffled booster oh, deck. So uh, his opponent, uh, Zoe Barker, has won... The good games just by, and she wasn't even playing. She'd just shown up and she, put down a playmat, and yeah, she's ended up she winning had, because her opponent was disqualified. Because her playmat was too heavy, and she'd been <laughs> carrying, it, carrying it around packs for three hours. And uh, she's come. She's walked away with the good games Magic Championship trophy. Congratulations to Zoe. Have you got any words in uh, defeat uh, over there? Oh card? well, you know. Um, insert all the normal <laughs> platitudes. It's not about winning; it's about the journey. Yes. <laughs> That way you shuffled a booster back and brought it to the final of the Good Games Magic Championship. Yeah, it was a great journey. <laughs> Fifteen minute drive in my car. <laughs> yeah. Listen to a couple of songs on the radio. Heard the news. It was good. It's good journey. Yeah, and he's he looks good. He's got a his play mat matches his t shirt. Well, and, uh, um, I guess we'll be seeing him next year. Good Games Magic Championship 2018. I just want a question before you go. What what sleeves do you choose to use uh, when you're um, uh, playing? Okay. Uh, personally, a really big fan of. Um, he's going to give a proper answer. He's going to give. They didn't use any sleeves. Oh, no sleeves. no sleeves. Well, is the answer. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. Well, I generally don't like sleeves, but when I do, French yeah. cuffs. Only French cuffs. Oh, oh. oh very highbrow. Mm. Mm. And on that highbrow note, it's time to highbrow end. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Not highbrow, but bybrow. Very good.